0: Salutations! Welcome to Podmortem. I'm Renee hunter Vasquez, joined as always by my co-host, my husband and my brother.
1: Hi, I'm John paul Vasquez. Hi, I'm Travis Hunter.
0: This week, we're recording live from the Kahiki Palms Motel, discussing the 2005 horror crime film, The Devil's Rejects. This film was written and directed by Rob Zombie. Serving as a sequel to Rob Zombie's debut film, House of a Thousand Corpses, The Devil's Rejects gives us another chapter in the saga of the Firefly family embracing his hatred of sequels rob zombie set out to make an entirely different film that could surpass the original with the familiar characters and a new cast complete with classic horror icons the devil's Rejects sets itself apart so what did you guys think about the devil's rejects the first time you saw it
2: i was about 20 21 when i watched this the first time when it came out when it came out yeah and i did not care for it <laughs> i did not, um I just, I don't know, man. It didn't do anything for me. And then watching it for the show, it
1: still kind of didn't do do anything for me. But you didn't like uh, House of a Thousand Corpses either.
2: Uh, I didn't. But after watching this, I do a little more. Really? Well, That is
0: something just very quickly that we talked about before we sat down that watching this film again. Right. Because none of us had seen it in a very long time. Mm -hmm. We all wanted to retroactively change our thousand corpses score yeah Yeah. i think that's fair Uh,
1: and what's weird to me is because always growing up well no because we loved both of them as kids Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah but i think later on whenever we talked about them we were like well House of a Thousand Corpses is kind of the weird one that's like, okay, and The Devil's Rejects is a really good film. Yeah. yeah. But then after watching it again, yeah. I feel like I appreciated House of a Thousand Corpses a more. more. Yeah. And I was surprised. <laughs> so what yeah. would y'all
0: give it now? I took a peek before we sat down, and T and I gave it a 5.5, and you, John Paul, gave it a 3.
1: Oh, uh, I give it a 4.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah we'll, like, okay, we'll give it one more. Yeah, not,
1: <laughs> he's not going crazy yeah. here. What uh, about you, I T? I just a little more. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would move from a 5.5, honestly, legitimately, because I rewatched it last night as Mm -hmm. well. And there is a weird, chaotic energy to it. Yeah. But there is, like, kind of the style of it is interesting. Right. And it's most of all, and we'll get to this in a bit House of a Thousand Corpses is, is fun. Right, right. Yeah. And this movie's not, not, <laughs> not enough. But, um, <laughs> not so much. No. So I think I'm gonna move from a five point five to a six point five. All
0: right. I agree one hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go so we all just went up a point. Yeah. yeah. no okay. That's, that's fair. fine. So yeah. all right. But T, what did you think? <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. So, I mean, as I said before, I did have more of an appreciation for House of a Thousand Courses after watching Mm -hmm. this. That's not to say that I hated this film. Yeah. I actually enjoyed quite a bit of this film. And then there was a lot of it that just flat out didn't work for me. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that having watched it, what? Okay. So, 2005, I'm 14, you're 15 or 16. Yeah. We're this is like perfect for us. Right right. Right up our alley. It's uh incredibly offensive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 100%.
1: Like in a lot of ways and a lot of things that we probably shouldn't be watching, yeah, right. which only makes us enjoy it more. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. But then revisiting it as an adult, it's it's it doesn't hit as it did. Right. One thing I will say, and I do have to get this off my chest, because uh friend of the show, Brittany Ramatar. We love you, Brittany. Yes, Brittany. We, we love you so <laughs> you much. You might yes. want to
0: turn it off now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brittany does love and defend Rob Zombie. Yes. And I do want to say I am a fan of Rob yeah, Zombie. That's
0: the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that I feel like gets lost. It
1: does. It gets very lost. I, I love Rob Zombie. I think he's he seems like a really cool person. Right. Yeah. Right. Has a great mind and knowledge of horror. Yeah. Uh, Seems very smart, intelligent, very cool in interviews. Right. The man loves his wife. Yeah.
0: Adores his wife. Yeah. Which
1: is very admirable. Yes. Yeah. Um, I enjoy his music. Mm-mm. definitely so i mean there's a lot of good things but i will say that some of his films don't hit for me right and yeah. uh <laughs> jp's like that's an understatement yeah, that- <laughs> <laughs> i think here here's the thing about the devil's rejects i think that it is admirable for him to go so different than house of a thousand
0: corpses yeah it's ballsy mm-hmm. very
1: ballsy but at the same time i think because he said in an interview with the av club that House of a Thousand Corpses is kind of like a psychedelic fever dream uh, cartoon kind of a thing where Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's kind of just ridiculous. Yeah. This is the more grounded, graphic, realistic of the two films to me. I think these characters and the writing works better when it is like a yeah. cartoon. Yeah. 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 I was going to oh, say yeah. that I
0: agree that it's more realistic, but I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. yeah. Because oh, yeah. especially when... I'm sorry, I don't want to no, 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 no. step Go on your toes. It. But when these are supposed to be our protagonists, uh-huh. and I mean, we'll get into it, but there are egregious things that are done here mm-hmm. yeah. with no humanization yeah. of these characters <laughs> or... <laughs> No. for why they are the way they are and you, th- these are our people that we're rooting for yeah. somehow i think that somehow it works more when this it's just this hodgepodge of craziness and this this you know deranged family that's doing this crazy shit and right it it's okay if you don't know why when there's dr satan you know oozing out yeah. slime <laughs> and shit it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter you know yeah what I mean? yeah,
1: yeah. And you have like, I mean, the veneer of the cartoon. Yeah. Kind of yeah. separates you from Yeah,
0: there's a distance there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so now you rip that away and you're dropping these people into the real world with real world consequences right, right. for cartoonishly villainous yes, yeah. action. Yes, yeah. And maybe that is a big <laughs> part of why I'm like because as a kid, and I had this poster on my wall. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> the poster of them their mugshots. The mug mug yeah. yeah. I loved this. Right. And now that I'm older and I am I understand, like, I don't want to say, like, I didn't understand humanity when I was a teenager, but I, I think I just reveled in the, like, depravity of it. Or, right. like, like, you said, T, like, we're not supposed to be watching it. This is well, so fucked rebellious. up. And exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now I'm like, this is who we're rooting for? Like, this is who you gave us? I'm just confused. Well, and in,
1: all, <laughs> in all fairness, I mean, I, I I know everyone at the table here has nothing r- uh, wrong with uh, rooting for an anti-hero. percent. Right, oh, right. Yeah. I'll root for, <laughs> I'll root for Otis when he's like Fish Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> Like Otis, oh, you're yeah, crazy. But the shit that happens in the hotel, <laughs>
0: yes, irredeemable. No, no, no. You yeah. can't. You can't. And that's the thing is that, and it's it's funny because I think I'm sure on the episode of House of Thousand Corpses a big issue of mine was that I really loved the first half right? and then it starts to fall apart for me. Mm -hmm. This, we start in shambles. To me, the beginning of this is not good. The first half of this is not good. Right. And then it kind of builds its way up from there. But when you have, and again, we will get to it. Mm -hmm. When you have Otis's character doing what he does in the first act of this, you're not coming back. You can't come back from that. Mm and be like, oh, Otis, like, no, like, get away. Like, I I kill him, like, you deserve to die, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. (laughs) I don't don't understand what you were trying to make us feel. Like, I don't know, maybe it just works for teenagers. I (laughs) I don't know.
1: I think, because there's something very, like, nihilistic about it that I think teenagers can relate to. Yeah. Because we all, whether, you know, there was varying degrees of, like, a fuck the world attitude. Of course, yeah. And so this very much speaks to that. Mm But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I think that it's simply a matter of taking these characters and putting them into the real world. Yeah. Right. That it just something doesn't gel. And I will say that I do appreciate. I read a lot of interviews. uh, Rob Zombie very much discusses all of his influences for this film. And they're all very good films. Yeah. And they're all very good genres, -genres. Mm subgenres. It's just I think that his thing where House House of a Thousand Corpses was kind of a blender. Mm. Yeah, you know of all of these things that he loves it was almost like a Rob Zombie music video made into a full length film Yeah, which Yeah. honestly right. th- somehow which kind of yeah because yeah. yeah. objectively if you look at it you look at like the three act structure and everything this is the better well crafted film yeah. yeah, so why do I like the other one better yeah, I mean, I
0: know, and that's the thing I feel like maybe <laughs> if he would have started from scratch uh-huh. and made new characters okay. that are on the run and maybe they have a reason for you know a life of crime and maybe they're not exactly doing the crimes that the firefight family is doing. I mean, I feel like he could have had something. Yeah, because we were talking off mic and there are uh, off the top of my head, two sequences in this that I really, really enjoy. Yeah, the way that they're shot, Mm -hmm. the way that they're framed, the music that's used, the pacing of it, that, you know, taking a step back, I don't care who made this. This is great to me. Yeah, Uh, yeah. So I know that it's there. I just feel like the story there's something <laughs> not right and i'm sorry the dialogue
2: yeah, yeah they're um, more human than human <laughs> I <mean, they're>, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> now before we take this film hostage we would like to issue a warning for spoilers pod mortem is a very in-depth podcast and in thoroughly discussing horror films we have no choice but to spoil a thing or two if you don't wish to be spoiled please go watch the film then come back and enjoy the show If you've already seen the film or don't care about spoilers, then let's go on the run. Now, this film relies heavily on having already seen House of a Thousand Corpses. If you haven't, we suggest you go watch it or listen to episode 28 of our show as a refresher. So the film opens with blues music playing. A camera flashes and we see gruesome crime scene evidence photos of murdered women. A newspaper clipping of the headline body of a woman found is on top, along with the label maker sentiment of we killed. She died real pretty.
1: I mean, I guess that's technically a sentence. <laughs> yeah. I, I think my thing is that if we you, use technically, yeah. <laughs> but you made the book. I don't think you need the like if right. If you take a photo, you're like, we went to the Grand Canyon. Well, yeah. like, we see you there in the photo. Yeah. You've done these this. are also
0: well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know. Um, one thing I will say is, I did hear on commentary that Rob Zombie put these together digitally on his computer because he didn't like what he shot for these scrapbooks physically. So these are not real scrapbooks. Huh? Oh, all right. And that kind of surprised me. That is kind of the start of a lot of surprisingly digital things in this film. A
0: lot of digital things. Um, Some of them work. Yeah. Some of them, not so so much. much.
1: I did also watch a documentary called 30 Days in Hell. I want to call that out right now because it was two and a half hours long. For this film but you do see a lot of stuff and a lot of things that they went through to make it but i am going to be referencing it a lot okay (laughs) was this two and a half hours in hell well
3: it wasn't bad
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's warm in here it's like purgatory (laughs) it wasn't too bad
0: but we get a newspaper clipping of a smiling blonde woman with the headline a thorny tweak for the rose next to a case file of close-ups of her dead and bloodied face We get text that reads as radio chatter narrates on May 18th, 1978, Sheriff John Quincy Wydell, along with local authorities in Ruggsville County, led a search and destroy mission on a decaying farmhouse. The camera clicks again and there's another missing photo of a 19 year old girl next to pictures of her dead. Text reads, Inside the house, police discovered a collection of diaries and scrapbooks detailing the accounts of more than 75 murders. After another flash, there are photos of Denise's body from the first film.
1: I do like that there are slight little winks Mm -hmm. to the first film. I would prefer more, but I understand why, because it feels so different. Yeah. Why they're not like you guys remember Earl? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I mean, <laughs> I understand. Well, yeah, yeah. that's a, another
0: thing that's noticeably absent is Doctor Satan. Yeah, it's just like yeah. no, we're not going to be doing that.
1: There is something. <laughs> <laughs> there is something we'll talk about later with Doctor Satan, uh-huh. but um, yeah, he is he does not end up in the edited film. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. But we get more text. The family responsible for these brutal crimes was forever to be known as the Devil's Rejects. In another case file next to an article detailing a missing woman, we zoom in on a photo of her until we were actually with her body.
1: So I do think that this was an effective opening yeah I will give it that I do think that it does rely a lot on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah
0: 100 I mean the, the well, camera flashes and everything yes. for sure
1: and you gave
0: yourself that
1: nickname
2: you know what <laughs> I mean nobody <laughs> nobody said that that's you did why
0: I, when they're
1: like they came to be known as I was like yeah. so is it the media or we're like no we're the devil's rejects now yeah, yeah. like so <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I, I personally prefer the Firefly family I think that sounds cooler right, yeah. right. I will say the devil's rejects are because if the if Satan's like guys you gotta get up. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that does
2: it's that like, does nah, sell. You threw too, <laughs> too many much, parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's getting
1: crazy, guys.
0: <laughs> this goes against the lease agreement. Gonna have to
1: evict just- all three <laughs> of you. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> one thing I will say is that this was one of the first times that I've ever seen, in my memory anyway, of not seeing a movie sequel that was like house of 2000 corpses or something right. which is what i expected so again when you think of it <laughs>
3: so like, yeah, i know yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so when you think of it
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> as like a ballsy marketing move to say this is the devil's rejects yeah, yeah. this isn't like you know house of a thousand corpses presents the Devil's yeah rejects it's, not, or it's not a
0: subtitle no yeah.
1: i thought that was uh, again ballsy yeah, yeah.
0: But the woman that we zoomed in on is being dragged through the woods completely naked by a very tall man with the hood over his face. He drags her for a long time until they come to a road where officers drive by with their lights on. The man lifts up his hood to look at the officers who don't notice him at all and reveals himself to be tiny, played by Matthew McGrory, very badly burned from the first film.
1: I will say that his uh, makeup looks a lot better this time around. Yeah. yeah. I was very surprised to learn that this film had the same budget as House of a Thousand. Oh, corpses, wow. If not less, because of all the music licensing that we'll listen uh, to. All right. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. And also actor salaries, because there are a lot more yes. yeah, yeah. People, people in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I was. It's again, I think that it shows Rob Zombie's ability to use his budget well for mm-hmm, sure which i know producers usually get the credit for that but rob zombie in that documentary really talked about how he stretched this budget yeah, yeah. and you can tell because it does look more film like then it right, absolutely right. does no, yeah. yeah. you know and i know that a lot of house of a thousand corpses was filmed in his basement but yeah it's yeah. still <laughs> it looks like a film film right
0: I also liked the dramatic reveal of tiny. Like we didn't know who that was.
1: (laughs) There's only one seven foot four (laughs) (laughs) member of the family. One thing I did learn from the commentary is that they had a hard time finding a stunt woman to do this stunt. Mm -hmm. I bet. Because she is being dragged through this thing. And he said on commentary, there were fire ants. There were like all kinds of things. Oh, man. So I think they put a little something under her to make it a little more graceful. Yeah. But it's still not easy. Yeah. And uh, Matthew McGrory, of course. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yes. I think he passed away, what, a few months after this was yeah. released? Yeah. Right after. Very sad. Yeah. But good that he got to play the character again. Yeah. yeah.
0: But many police cars pull up to the Firefly farmhouse. The, there's animals out here. And yeah. I, I think a few times, because we do see more animals later, I'm like, they're are they taking care of them? Like, like I don't see them coming out yeah. and, like, brushing them and, and feeding yeah. them. And I just... I was taken aback, but anyway.
1: No, their they're cow bond like Arthur and Red Dead yes. is, <laughs> is not very high, <laughs> I would say. And this is a straight up new house. Yeah. yeah. Clearly, because they filmed the first film on the Universal backlot. Mm-hmm. And so the house they used was actually built for the best little whorehouse in Texas, that movie. Yeah. Oh. And so it's the same house and that's been used for a ton of things. But this one they found, I think it's on Sable Ranch or something. Uh-huh. And they use the exteriors a lot. But all the interiors are a set. All right. And so they get a really good visual. Yeah. Yeah. Because it looks like the house that the fireflies might live in. Yeah. Right. All dilapidated. And, you know, again, not taken care of. Anything. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah that's <laughs> why I was like. What the fuck? And they yeah. look healthy and fine. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like,
1: mm. now, how did that pig's head get up there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really ties the place
0: together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But inside, Otis, played by Bill Moseley, is asleep, cuddling up with a dead, naked woman. Baby, played by Sherry Moon Zombie, sleeps in her bed alone, as does Mother Firefly, played by Leslie Easterbrook. Now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: notably, Leslie Easterbrook is not Karen Black.
1: <laughs> no, she is not.
0: Karen Black wanted more money, and I guess they couldn't afford her, so, so. she walked.
1: All right. I mean, I get it, but I also get you know the budgetary concerns. Yeah, I would like to know how much she was asking because I yeah. feel like, honestly, no offense to Leslie Easterbrook, no, because she does, cause well. she does really yeah. well. There are some line readings that don't jive for me that I wonder how Karen Black would have done them. Yeah. There is. <laughs> we'll talk about one in particular <laughs> later on, but <laughs> as, for, as for right now, I think she does shit as well. Yeah. And I will say Otis <laughs> looks nothing like the Otis we remember. No, no. He, he's basically just Rob Zombie. Right. Now.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we love Bill Mosley.
0: Yes, yeah. Absolutely. Outside, though, Sheriff John Quincy Wydell, played by William Forsyth, and Officer Ray Dobson, played by Dave Sheridan, get out of their cars. Wydell tells Dobson that it's time for them to do what the good Lord would refer to as a cleansing of the wicked, or what his brother George, God rest his soul, would call a 100% Alabama ass-kicking. Now, this already, I feel like, is the biggest tie-in to Mm. the first film.
1: Yes, and I appreciated Uh, it. Yeah, I really like
0: it, and I feel like it gives um, Wydell in this film a lot to work with. Yeah. Uh, His brother being the officer that Mother Firefly shot in the first one yeah mm-hmm.
1: the i remember you sequence yeah. yes, which was fantastic which was
0: great that's the thing is the man <laughs> can do well i i, yes. I, I seen it yes. i know <laughs> you're capable of <laughs> it
1: and it's nuts because sometimes some real brilliance yeah. shines. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah
0: and you're like you get it <laughs> <laughs> but do you it's uh, like the the kombucha girl yeah <laughs> no <laughs> 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 mm, well <laughs> no <laughs> But Dobson asks if they're going to die here today, and Wydell tells him that dying is not an option. He needs to stick that in his brain because any other thought is going to get him killed. Wydell addresses the rest of the officers that it's time to do what they were put on the earth to do. He addresses the Firefly house through an intercom, introducing himself by name and waking the three of them up immediately. He tells them that they're surrounded and have no chance for escape.
1: So I do want to say, again, with the connection to the first film, which I did appreciate, According to that AV Club interview, this was actually the entire idea that led to The Devil's Rejects. Whenever House of a Thousand Corpses was being released, Uh Rob Zombie wanted to come up with a sequel idea just in case it was very successful. And so he was like, well, what if Wydell's brother... Sought revenge. I like uh, that. Right. And then that's all that it was. Yeah. I, I will say that this is where it begins the Tarantino bit for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. When he says, uh, you know, you better stick that in your gray matter and make it stick. Yeah. You're gonna end up cold slab tote bag nah, yeah. mail home, to home your home mom a plastic bag. Are we crystal? I'm like, this is very Tarantino. Yeah. No, <laughs>
0: that's uh, that's something I wanted to touch on as well because for me, a lot of what doesn't work. I'm not gonna say everything that doesn't work, but the dialogue is very cringeworthy a lot yeah, of the time yeah. and look i love saying fuck as much as yeah. the next, probably more than the next person
1: unless me and JP are the next yeah. people
0: <laughs> exactly i'll say i'll speak for everyone we love to say fuck well okay? yeah there the, it, there's just a lot it's a yeah. lot it's a lot, it's a it's lot. It's um it's not not any way that i've heard anybody over like 14 speak right um but, <laughs> you know
1: but at 14 this was the shit
0: it was the shit and i was like yeah and fucking w- get yeah. Him fucking <laughs> 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 but my point is the dialogue that is very uh like qu- like quote worthy maybe or catchy or you know okay that was pretty good feels Incredibly Tarantino. Mm-hmm. And I know that we T and I have expressed ourselves as Tarantino fans, not necessarily of the man, but of his work. Um, whether you like him or you don't, he has a very specific vibe.
1: And there's also a repetition to a lot of his dialogue. Mm. Yes. yeah that'll come up a lot later.
0: And so I'm like, that's Tarantino. That's ta- like it, it, uh, to the point where I'm like, you had to know we would catch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> The man wears his
1: influences on his sleeve, Yeah, as does Tarantino. As does Tarantino, but Tarantino
0: will be like, yeah, I watched this and I love this, so I kind of remade it my own way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Well, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Point is, yeah, that's the first of many very Tarantino lines in the film.
1: And oddly, a lot of the lines that we may consider somewhat quote-unquote cringeworthy would have worked a lot better in A House of a Thousand Corpses setting
0: yeah oh, no, again yeah. because it is yeah. kind of this like like you said the psychedelic like cartoonish yeah. vibe and again it's when you start us there and these characters are at home there, mm-hmm. yeah. and then now without changing the characters, we're really just supposed to seamlessly accept them yeah. and do it. Yeah. Wait, it so you
1: so you didn't lower anybody yeah. off the ground?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there wasn't a fucking like doctor's office castle yeah, situation
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> of, of <laughs> skulls and like the fucking labyrinth and playing exactly. the guitar
0: and shit. the Paris
1: catacombs beneath yeah. your house. <laughs> that didn't happen. Okay, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Fair exactly.
0: Enough. But Mother Firefly runs into Baby's room to tell her that there's a million cops outside. She says there's a million fucking cops outside. Of course. But Baby's already dressed and holding a shotgun. When they go into Otis's room, he's getting his gun ready as well. And they take the opportunity to bicker. I'm sure trading fuck you's because that's 90% of Baby and Otis's interaction is saying, <laughs> fuck you. No, fuck you. That's, Dynamic that's is, it, yeah. yeah. Um, but when they go downstairs, RJ, played by Tyler Maine, is already posted up by the window reporting about 25 cops outside.
1: So again, Tyler Maine is replacing the actor who yes. played RJ mm-hmm. in, in the, the first, first one. Film. Yeah. But Tyler Maine would go on to be Rob Zombie's Michael Myers in both Halloween films. Oh, okay. uh, all right. He also, and this surprised me, but it doesn't when you look at him, but he used to be a professional wrestler as oh, well. Oh, shit. And yeah, I, I can see that. I read on, I think it was like slamwrestling.net, if I'm not mistaken, but he had an interview there, and he not only. Trained originally in the Hart family dungeon. Oh, nice. For wrestling fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who know how important that yeah, is. Yeah, hell yeah. He also, I think he was tag team partners with Kevin Nash before Nash went to WWF. Holy shit. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. Oh, that? yeah. I was so like, wow. He's
2: like, he
1: was wrestling wrestling.
2: Yeah. 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 He was
1: in WCW. Nice. All right. Doesn't get a lot of time in this film, though. No. No. No, no. <laughs> not, at not at all. <laughs>
0: But Baby asks where Tiny is, and when RJ says he hasn't seen him, Mother Firefly, in a panicked voice, says that Tiny went out last night. Otis tells everyone to shut up, and the standoff begins. They all get into position, Mother Firefly and Baby going into the kitchen. Mother Firefly begins to cry, saying that she's thinking of old times and telling Baby that when she was a baby, she looked like an angel. But again, she's like, just like when you was a fucking baby, I'm it's like, really? <laughs> ma'am,
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. ma'am.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but baby says this. she already knows this. Mother Fireflies told her that a million times.
1: If you do recall, they had a very strong connection in House yes. of 1000 Corps. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I do like seeing that here again. Right, right. Where she's like, mama, you know, you told me that, you know, yeah. because. And
0: it's necessary yeah. as right, it goes right, on right. as well. Mm hmm. But outside, Wydell commands the officers to open fire on the count of three. As he counts down, Baby tells Mother Firefly that she loves her, and Mother Firefly says the same. They all pull down metal masks and get ready, each of them freezing when they get into position. Wydell yells three, and then he freezes two. And then everything moves very quickly.
1: I do love that Otis's mask has his skull paint yeah from house of a thousand yeah that is cool i'm like these little slight nods yeah Yeah. you're paying attention at home (laughs) right
2: (laughs) this kind of took a long time for me because like the cops you already announced yourself Uh yeah now you're waiting 10 more whole ass minutes before you open fire then it's like i'm gonna shoot in three (laughs) Two, <laughs> it's like what the fuck Well you have are to you give doing? them a chance to
0: get their guns too. No, 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 yeah, no. <laughs> it's only <fair.
1: laughs> That's shootout
0: etiquette. Yes. As,
2: <laughs> as dangerous as you're saying they are this group is. Yeah. Like, but what why what are you doing? What is happening?
1: You would think that you would surprise them. Right. Right. You know what they've done. They're, They're like oh, yeah. oh, wakey
0: wakey exhibition. <laughs> <and makey." laughs>
1: we'll be shooting in about ten
0: minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free so, to slip yeah. out the back. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> These are the nicest cops. Yeah. (laughs) But the Firefly family shoots from inside the house as the police open fire on them, blasting holes into the house. Otis is able to shoot an officer and even shoots Wydell, but he seems unaffected because of his bulletproof vest. This only pisses him off, actually, and he starts to walk closer to the house, still firing his shotgun. He finally tells the officers to hold their fire and has Dobson throw tear gas inside dobson does and the house is filled with smoke
1: man's got an arm on him he does does. i think he picked the wrong career
0: (laughs) (laughs) officers wearing gas masks enter one of them is kane hodder yes
1: he was the stunt coordinator for the film that is very cool yeah
0: guns still drawn they make their way into the living room. One by one, Otis, RJ, Mother Firefly, and Baby all step out of their cover with their metal shield masks on and open fire. The officer in front is immediately hit and goes down. The family stands behind RJ, who has like complete metal armor, mm-hmm. not just the mask. Yeah, Every shot that hits him only bounces off, and they're able to shoot multiple officers. Baby Otis and Mother Firefly start to leave, but RJ stands his ground. This enables the other officers, including Wydell, to shoot him until he goes down.
1: They said on commentary that RJ's armor was basically functioning, right? And so they were; it wasn't like anything uh, lethal or even yeah, yeah. like non-lethal rounds or anything like that. But they were shooting projectiles at his armor, yeah, legitimately oh nice so that's like real that is cool yeah yeah. oh yeah i will say they breached (laughs) way too soon yeah they had no (laughs) confirmed kills (laughs) No. like no they've got to be
0: (laughs) mother firefly rushes to rj lifting up his mask and checking on him baby screams trying to get to her mother but otis pulls her back grabs her hand and leads her out Mother Firefly continues to cradle RJ, who is unresponsive, until Wydell rolls up on her with his shotgun. Quickly, Mother Firefly grabs a gun and points it at her own head. Wydell tells her to lower it, but she only says, I'm sorry, Sheriff, but you ain't getting me. She pulls the trigger, but the gun is empty.
1: With a dry, cool weight like that, she well, could be yeah. an
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I like this moment. Yeah. It Well, it just shows that they're like... Fuck it. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, no. yeah. No. And when you're a teen you're like yeah, yeah. i'm gonna fuck, fuck you. I'm not, even, I'm not even doing my homework <laughs> <Fuck> you. <laughs> I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm eating dessert first yeah. <laughs> uh
2: i i was really glad he caught her oh okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like thank god i was like please well he got her that's yeah, yeah. that's for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dell tells her that she's not getting off that easy and we finally get the text a Rob Zombie film over Mother Firefly. Midnight Rider by the Allman Brothers band begins to play as Baby and Otis run through the house on their way out. They pass a cage with cheerleaders inside who scream silently as the music is the only thing heard. They scream and reach for Baby and Otis but Baby and Otis just keep running. Over one of the cheerleaders screaming faces we get the title card The Devil's Rejects and it freezes for a moment. This is the first instance of really for me. I'll speak for myself. Excellently placed music. Yes, that's the one. I I have no complaints about the songs used about where they're no. like he 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 did that. Like no, I the will give him good.
1: that. <laughs> Even the lyrics fit what's going on. Yeah, exactly. No, the it's, music you, I will give that. You can
0: tell it's not just like okay seventies whatever. Like it, they're thoughtfully selected right, and right. used. Mm-hmm. Like. That's something I really, really appreciated about this film.
1: And there is a little bit of continuity here because the entire thing of the first film at the very beginning is that the rugsville cheerleaders were missing yeah and so we already know that the fireflies like to kidnap squads of cheerleaders yeah right right. and so this isn't obviously this is like seven months after that yeah Mm -hmm. so this has to be a different squad i don't think they've been feeding them yeah Uh, probably not
0: (laughs) they're not taking care of them and the animals uh, (laughs) i'll believe a lot but i'm not fucking believing no
1: (laughs) they're giving them agatha crispies wasn't
0: it Baby and Otis sneak out of a hidden hole in the basement of the house as Mother Firefly is arrested and forced into a car by Dobson. Baby and Otis kick open a sewer grate and they're free. Mother Firefly finally sits in the cop car and kicks at the window as Wydell lights a celebratory cigar in front of the house.
1: So as they make their way through the swamp, this is shot number one of Sherry Moon's ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Will not begrudge Rob Zombie for loving his wife.
0: I'm going to say one out of question mark because yes, <laughs> there's is a lot. Quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> too many to count.
1: And teenage Travis. Thanks, Love, you, Rob.
0: I love their love. Yes. The man fucking adores his wife, and I'm not going to fault him for it.
1: That is, I mean, kind of goals. It's a a modern love story. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Some of her Instagram content as of late was a little questionable. Of course, yeah. So, I mean, they're not goals, exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Baby and Otis wade through water, holding up their guns, and run across a field. Abby, played by Mary Warrenov, is driving down the road when she sees Baby lying in the middle of it. She gets out of her car and tries to help her, kneeling down next to her in the road while Otis sneaks up behind her. Baby seems to be whispering something to her, and when Abby lowers her head to try to listen, Baby grabs her and pulls her down. Otis comes up behind her and stabs her in the back. They get into Abby's car and drive away, leaving her bloodied and dead, laying in the same position that Baby was when Abby stopped for her
1: i liked that honestly
0: yeah like the old switcheroo <laughs> that's right that's how it's done yeah i think
1: that's the only way it's done yeah. anytime someone refers to the switcheroo it's this yes <laughs> i will say on that 30 days in hell documentary they the filming of this was way different than what we see in the film yeah. because they had dialogue and everything and they were like talking like a lot of these scenes are the dialogue is muted for the music thank you rob which is well <laughs> i'm sorry it is the better choice because this scene plays out way better yeah because the way that they filmed it they filmed it like 19 times and sometimes uh bill mosley missed with the knife and like, yeah, it was like yeah. a whole thing but he's like he stabs her and he's like
0: die motherfucker and oh. all this stuff and oh. Oh.
1: uh she's <laughs> like blood is like everywhere yeah but this more subdued silent opening yeah works better yeah i think
0: i know i agree
2: I'm, I'm 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 i like i think here's where i was like my mind was like i'm i'm gonna be completely lost what? like check out i was like man i'm <coughs> I was trying, I was struggling with this, man. I, We're your like, eyes rolled out
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's just working it. Yeah. Nothing's Doing even happening. No. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. uh, uh,
1: you have any threes? <laughs> Are you playing Go Fish with Ari?
0: <laughs> 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 Midnight Rider fades out on written and directed by Rob Zombie, and then everything fades to black. We cut to grainy footage of Dell ordering the officers to fan out and find Otis and Baby because they have to be close. A news reporter played by John H. Tobin says that this is turning out to be the most horrific crime scene since Jack the Ripper. No, i feel okay thank
1: you <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't think that that is really a timely reference yeah. to make <laughs> at all i know i know it's 1978 yeah. <laughs> yeah. so you can't say like dahmer or right because yeah. that was after yeah. but
0: come on man and like, <laughs> 70s was like heyday exactly sure, yeah, but yeah. Like i mean
1: i know gacy was actually caught a few months after this movie takes place so they couldn't even use him right yeah, but right. ed gean yeah, yeah. Jack the Ripper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure.
0: And that wasn't like a mass. I know I no. had multiple victims, but it wasn't a mass. But there wasn't that,
1: yeah. six canonical, and they were all yes. spread out. Yes, yeah. and it they wasn't... were found
0: singularly. It's not a good comparison. <laughs> 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 let's, let's, let's just, leave let's it at just that. say that. <laughs> <laughs> but we get footage of the officers investigating the house as he narrates what was found inside human skulls used as ornaments body parts and refrigerators and a mass grave of decomposing bodies in the crawl space this shit gives gene yes and again you know he didn't have a lot of victims mm-hmm. he only really had the two unless you count his brother but a lot of people are sketchy on that whatever <laughs> um but still using them as ornaments and mm-hmm. uh, if body parts are in the, ref- the refrigerator, I'm thinking right. y'all are fucking eating them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like Ed Gein is a more, ti- more timely reference. Yeah. Than- oh, <laughs> I would say
1: so. <laughs> I, I, I was kind of taken aback by that, if I'm <laughs> And I love how the anchor goes, words can't describe it. Here are some words.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me describe like, it. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I guess you can. <laughs>
0: We see all of this, and the quality goes back to normal as Dobson finds a scrapbook of Captain Spaulding and calls Wydell over. Wydell recognizes him immediately as Captain fucking Spaulding. All right, guys. (laughs) We cut to Captain Spaulding's house where underneath a huge mural of a clown on his bedroom wall, Captain Spaulding, played by Sid Haig, is getting it in with Fanny, played by in, Ginger Lynn. <laughs> yeah.
1: You no, saw this. Is, this. Yeah.
0: That yeah. is the uh, nicest way I yeah. can describe what the fuck is going on. Right. Right now.
1: I will say that it's funny they said Captain Fucking Spaulding and then they cut to him earning his middle name.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Spaulding be fuck
1: it. Yes, he is. Uh I did want to say, first of all, Sid Haig, rest in peace. Yes. Fantastic yeah. actor. Brilliantly enough. To play such a horrible character and I still somehow like him. Yeah. No. Um, Ginger Lynn, who is the actress who is helping him earn that middle name. <laughs> <No>. um, <laughs> she is actually both a mainstream actress and an adult entertainment actress. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, apparently, very well regarded in the industry. Mm-hmm. But she had the day before or the day of told Rob Zombie that while doing some, I think she was doing some training at the gym, mm. she tore her MCL and ACL. Ah, uh, fuck. And this is the day of filming. And so for this scene, they had to lift her up and off because she cannot uh, do it herself. Jesus Christ. But she said that this, <laughs> she said this performance is mostly hips. So it's I fine. Gonna, I was literally about to say, but did you tear your hip though? No. <laughs> because like, that's all mean, we need. Don't even worry about it. <laughs>
0: But after an extensive sex scene, and I mean, this goes on for yeah. a sh- to me, a shockingly yes. long time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I could have lived my whole life without seeing the, that clown's balls. Yeah. <laughs> but they said that the first assistant director, after everything they filmed, this was what he found the most unappealing and disgusting.
2: <laughs> no, uh, disgusting is the word, it's, uh, it,
1: it's forever. Yeah.
0: But the two come to a misunderstanding when Captain Spaulding calls her a whore. She pulls out a gun still on top of him and points it at him and he starts trying to walk it back saying that he's a clown and clowns like to make jokes. She tells him to make her laugh then since he's a clown before pulling the trigger. The gunshot wakes Captain Spaulding from his nightmare where he's not sleeping beside Fanny. He's sleeping next to Ruth, played by Juanita Guzman. She asks if he had a bad dream. And after looking her over, he says it was about 50-50, which is funny because her body is, like, larger than the woman in his dream, like. It's, two, funny, it's, right? yeah. it's 2005 yeah. yeah i was like okay fat phobia we're, we're yeah, we're okay. Going. yeah
1: i will say that is very strange for me for rob zombie to be like no we're dropping these characters into a more realistic more grounded kind of reality <laughs> yeah and he's like let's do a dream fake out punchline <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I,
0: <laughs> what
2: What
1: are you talking more about? human
3: yeah.
2: than yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> lest we forget
1: i will say that the actress said that Poopy was only put in the script once, and so she made some choices that we will hear yeah. in a moment. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> she calls him Poopy like seven million times. Yeah. Well, you
0: know, she loves him.
1: Why would and you call your say, lover Poopy? Ruth, is uh,
0: gross. Well, yeah. Poopy
1: because there is a stain. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's fucking disgusting. <laughs>
0: it's there's perpetual stainage yeah, yeah. i don't he's, I, he's earned I, it i feel like he's earned his nickname um and ruth you can do a lot better let me just say that
1: yeah why why and he's acting like he's yeah you know, like he's like i'm a tv clown crusty <laughs> <daughter." laughs> energy but he's really yeah, yeah, he's really man, just crusty
2: <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: actually
1: crusty crusty's got a limo yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah we love crusty the clown in this house yeah.
0: yes <laughs> But anyway, Ruth wants to have sex. Spalding doesn't want to, asking if she didn't get enough last night. She didn't, but he still pulls away from her to go pee again, showing off his his nickname, his namesake underwear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the sound of him peeing transitions to him pouring himself a cup of coffee with this clown makeup on.
1: I was like, you need to drink more water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <I was laughs> like,
0: good god! Everything's fine. You know, I wouldn't even be surprised. No. <laughs>
1: and he pisses black
0: coffee. (laughs) Okay, Rob. "Uh, You need to calm down. (laughs) The two of them watch excitedly on the TV as an ad featuring Captain Spaulding advertising his latest attraction, Mary the Monkey, who is half human and half monkey that he brought from borneo i will say that the <laughs> no. funky half is really the star yeah.
1: <laughs> in all fairness
0: you know whatever
1: it makes me laugh every time whenever he's selling this attraction he's yeah. like from the wilds of borneo yeah. it's, like, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like you <laughs> you didn't go there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But just as he starts to advertise his Captain Spaulding for President t-shirts, breaking news cuts in.
1: Which were available in Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised I didn't buy I'm one. Li-
0: yes, yeah, same. Spaulding is enraged at the money he spent on the commercial just for it to be interrupted. But the footage cuts to Wydell being interviewed in front of the Firefly home. Spaulding starts to gape at the footage, but the phone rings and he goes to answer it. It's Baby telling her father, Captain Spaulding, that he needs to get out of the house because they got raided and they're going to be coming for him next.
1: I do like the fact that he is her father. Yeah. Because it brings him closer to the Firefly family. Yeah. In the first film he was kind of tangentially just like sending people Uh there. Yeah. And so this actually brings it It to where it makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes it to where the three of them actually going on the run potentially Mm -hmm. works. Right. Yeah.
0: Instead of being like, My name's Paul, the shit's between y'all. It's like, no, that's my daughter. Is Otis his son?
1: Otis is not his son. Canonically, I don't think Otis is related to any of them. I don't
0: think Otis has a father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think, I think Otis he grew was, from a seed. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: well, he was spat out from hell. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so he's not Mother Firefly's son either? From
1: what I remember reading, somebody had put, it, it might have even been on some forum, but it is like the canonical whatever. A lot of people are saying that Otis joined the family later on and was made a Firefly. I think that it would make a lot more sense if Otis was Mother Flyerfly's son, but just another person's... Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I
0: always thought that So I think he and baby were brother and sister, yeah, like they refer thought. to each other as such.
1: That's what I... But it might be like the Manson family, where they're right, family, right, right, but they're not right, all related. Yeah. I personally, in my head, Mother Flyerfly is his mother. Yeah, yeah. that's what
0: I always thought.
1: And I keep saying Flyerfly. Fly. Yeah, I don't know what's going hard on. To say. It is hard <laughs> to say. My <laughs> stupid mouth is like getting in the way. But I do also want to point out, like I did on House of a Thousand Corpses, if we're talking canonical in the Rob Zombie song, (laughs) Pussy Licker, um, (laughs) 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 they're stating that Earl is baby's father. So that's a change.
0: Wow, maybe they went to court, and he was like, "No, that's my daughter, and I love her, and I'm taking <laughs> No,
1: her. Maury's like, "You Maury, are not."
0: <laughs> <More> than,
1: <laughs> and then Mother Firefly runs off the stage. She's
0: crying. And if Earl, anybody can figure it out, it's Maury.
1: Earl does a backflip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> goes
1: goes viral.
0: <laughs> this family tree. I'm just. Uh, I think yeah. I'm gonna get confused. <laughs> but Spaulding tells her to calm down and to meet him at the Kahiki Palms Motel just like they always planned to. Baby tells him to go now, hangs up the payphone, and gets in the passenger seat of Annie's stolen car that Otis is driving.
1: So I want to commend the location scouting of this movie, mm-hmm. which isn't something you really talk about a lot, but when you're working lower budget, it's very important. right? Um, basically, everything around this area is within like, Several yards of each other. Oh, Oh, nice. Like you see that billboard whenever Baby's on the phone. Uh The billboard was put there because it's blocking the set of the Kahiki Palms (laughs) (laughs) Motel. That's great. And then just down the street is the abandoned house that they found to use for Spalding's house. nice. And stuff like that. So it's nuts. And a lot of the production design really helps because it changes a lot of these locations into something that more fits the film. Right, right. I want to call it the production designer, who is a guy called Anton Tremblay. And he was actually the production designer on. Army of Darkness.
0: Nice. Hey. Hell yeah. Do you like this movie now?
1: No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would help.
0: Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, a little bit. Just tiny know, bit. A notch, yeah. An eighth of a point. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so we just need eight more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but back at his house, Spalding gets a gun, prompting Ruth to ask what he needs it for and where they're going. Spalding tells her that she's not going anywhere and pushes past her to leave the house. On the TV, looking directly into the camera, Wydell says that he's got a message for them. He's coming to get them and they can't run forever. When they stop, he'll be there to put the wrath of the Lord up their ass. The reporter's like, hey, hey, Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) It's a family show. (laughs) (laughs) Spalding gets into his truck, ignoring Ruth, who follows him, even mushing her face through the window before driving off.
1: Just cruel. Yeah, I was like,
0: what the... I just can't... (laughs) Back on the news, the news reporter says that they're going to show the mugshots of the criminals that fled the raid. He holds up mugshots of Baby and Otis. And this is when I texted T that I had a recovered memory of owning Yes. (laughs) I'm working out
1: You're like 16 looking at your wall.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're
1: you're right there. I will say, were the mugshots taken this morning? (laughs) (laughs) Because they're clearly very recent. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a really <laughs> hilarious point. <laughs> but we cut to Charlie's Frontier Fun Town, a brothel where Bubba, played by Kelvin Brown, stands outside with a gun. Inside, Charlie Altamont, played by Ken Foree.
1: I can't believe this. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, he's amazing. Yes. I feel like we have already covered how fucking great he is.
1: Dawn of the Dead. Yes. Yeah. We were gushing about this yes. dude.
0: But he counts money and looks disappointed. Annoyed, he calls down Candy, played by Elizabeth Daly. Cleavon, played by Michael Berryman, vacuums the floor until Charlie tells him to stop when Candy comes down.
1: So you've got Dawn of the Dead and The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. Right. The Two very iconic yeah, 70s and, horror and films. And there's
0: more coming. Yeah. That's why it's like, it's, how'd you do this yeah. like, it's just it's, incredible yeah and elizabeth daly yeah,
1: yeah. she's
2: uh dotty from yes. <laughs> uh, Wee's big adventure yeah. yeah you know she's is also that, that oh i'll give you another
1: that. Yeah. Hey, very good i was surprised to learn she's also tommy pickles on Rugrats.
2: Oh no! That's right. I can 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 like hear it. it. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I did hear on commentary that Rob Zombie said that the actress that was originally supposed to play Candy dropped out the day before shooting. Oh wow! And was replaced by Elizabeth Daly, and the actress was Natasha Leone. Yeah, I would have loved to see that. I
0: love her so much.
1: Yeah, her voice. I want her voice to be my Siri. I've said this (laughs) plenty of times. But uh, no, they are. I think they are still friends, though, because I did see a tweet from 2017 where she went and had dinner with Rob Zombie. So it's not like anything bad. Uh, I was yeah. going to say,
0: do you know why?
1: Uh, I don't. I assumed it was probably either scheduling or something. Yeah. Yeah. But it sucks a day before. Yeah. yeah. You were right there. You could have done it. It yeah. was <laughs> So close. <laughs>
0: but when charlie asks her about the money candy explains that it's just a slow night the farmers here only want a hand job for ten dollars and charlie rolls his eyes as she dramatically reenacts their orgasms and i do mean dramatically reenacts. <laughs>
1: he's like come on <laughs> <This> like,
0: <laughs> we're talking about money this is yeah, a business I'm, discussion
1: <laughs> are you done <laughs> <laughs>
0: But she says afterwards they get back on their tractors and save the actual sex for their sheep. I'm like, God damn, Candy. Yeah. <laughs> but Charlie says that they just need to figure out a way to attract more people, maybe coming up with a new angle to get bigger clientele. Candy says that she's already thought of that and proposes using something like Star Wars because all losers want to fuck Princess Leia. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Candy. Cleavon admits that he does, and she's like, "Thank you." That did make me laugh.
1: There's some comedy that works.
0: (laughs) But Charlie, this also made me laugh. Worries that space will bring out sick bitches wanting to pretend that they're robots, and the last thing that he needs is horny robots running around. What the fuck? (laughs) I just imagine just like (laughs) he's (laughs) like, "God damn it!" I don't know, guys. (laughs) This is a
1: bad idea.
0: But when Cleavon tries to say that they're called droids, Charlie doesn't care. It's still risky.
1: Again, very like the pop culture, like yeah. postmodern uh, clerks and yeah, yeah, yeah. Tarantino. Right, right. Even. Yeah. You know, I say clerks because it's Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's very reminiscent.
0: But the phone rings and it's Captain Spaulding identifying himself as Cutter. And he's called this a few times in the film. And, uh.
1: I want more. On yeah, that.
0: We, the, we get no, yeah. no explanation. No. Nah. But he tells Charlie that he's in trouble and he needs a place to hide out. So he's coming. Charlie immediately tells him that coming here is not a good idea. But Spalding doesn't leave any room for conversation. He insists that he's coming, drops the receiver for the payphone and walks back to his truck.
1: So I do like that him and Charlie have history. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think Rob Zombie said on commentary that they either were friends in real life. Right. Or they became friends in real life because of this. But they have what we learn later is quite great chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Their chemistry is great. So it's good to see them working together. Um, I will say that there is the scene transition after this.
0: Yeah. I was about to talk about the Star wipe. All right. But Charlie is upset, and we freeze frame on him and star wipe to Otis and Baby arriving at the Kahiki Palms Motel.
1: Now, that was... In all fairness, Star Wars pulled some shit like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It was an homage.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like we were just talking well, all right, about. Well, all right. it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Um, I did want to say again the Charlie's Frontier Fun Town. Right. Yes. Was an abandoned Western town that they repurposed. <laughs> oh, wow. That's what really luck. cool. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. really cool. They just found it. Oh, yeah. And then the Kahiki Palms Motel has been used in a ton of things and it's just redesigned to whatever they need. Right. Yeah. right. It's only exterior, which is really amazing for what we see later yeah Mm -hmm. and we'll talk about that in a minute all right
0: but they pull up to the motel and baby is angry because she says that she doesn't see spalding anywhere outside of their room gloria sullivan played by priscilla barnes says that she doesn't find it funny anymore but wendy banjo played by kate norby says that she very much does gloria's husband roy sullivan played by jeffrey lewis juliet lewis's dad yeah. yeah i was like what the fuck <laughs> says that he told her so riding a mechanical bull isn't as easy as it looks jimmy played by brian Posehn, <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> chimes in that technically gloria had a good ride until tragedy struck but adam banjo played by lou temple has the wisdom in all of this tube tops are just not proper attire for bull riding They start laughing at her all over again. Wendy saying that when her boobs popped out, she was going to pee herself. Gloria mocks her, saying that she's just jealous because she doesn't have any boobs. She's like, you don't have any titties. I was like, (laughs) ma'am. What is going on? (laughs) 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 Adam tells her not to be mean, and he kisses Wendy. Jimmy says that she probably made them some fans that night, and Gloria just tells him to shut up.
1: So I, whenever this is going on, I, I, first of all, I was very surprised that Roy didn't defend his no. wife. Yeah. They're, they're like, your titties were stupid. Yeah. And, then, and he's just like, yeah, one was he's going like, this yeah. way, he one was going that <laughs> way. I was like, dude, can you, can you defend your wife, Yeah, he was
0: trying keeping your titties straight on a mechanical yeah. ball with a tube top. Like, it can't do it. No, I dare you. <laughs> But Roy says that he told Johnny Cash. Did he ever tell y'all that he shook hands with Johnny Cash once? <laughs> it's like that had nothing to do with yeah. anything. Not
1: at all. But again, wouldn't you tell yeah. Yeah. all the time?
0: Gloria asked him to go get ice because she needs a drink. And Roy says that he will if she promises to give them an encore tomorrow. And she's like, you wish. Back in the car, they listen to the radio who identifies the ringleader as local celebrity Captain Spaulding. I didn't realize that he was their ringleader. Yeah, I wouldn't call I kind call of thought Mother Firefly mother firefly or otis is what i would think but he's
1: he's not father firefly right he's he doesn't even have the family's name no (laughs) but he's the leader okay Okay.
0: (laughs) but they start to name his accomplices starting with otis driftwood and otis rages his yells drowning out the rest of the broadcast baby tells him to calm down and that she'll get them a room as she gets out of the car otis tells her to hurry the fuck up and she says fuck you and he says fuck you and then she slams the door
1: again this is their dynamic
0: Oh, right. We was, yeah. Which we, we have already established. <laughs> we already... Yeah. Okay. JP's just... <laughs> He's got, I, his eyes are all white. <laughs> come back, come back. Are you playing goldfish alone? Yeah, goldfish. Yes. goldfish. <laughs> we're eating goldfish. <laughs> <Yes. No. laughs> As Baby walks to the office of the motel, the radio continues that most of their victims were drugged, kidnapped, and sexually assaulted. Otis continues to be angry in the car. On their way to get ice, Jimmy expresses his desire to Roy to be a rodeo clown, and Roy just laughs at him. He tells Jimmy that he wouldn't last a minute without the bull impaling him, and Jimmy's like, I knew you would say that. He says he's never supportive about anything that he wants to do, and Roy asks what he wants from him, and Jimmy says that Adam told him that he'd be good at it because he's good with animals. Dogs love him, and isn't a horse just a big dog?
1: I mean, I've consulted a (laughs) biologist (laughs) (laughs) on this, but... Um, I did laugh because Roy says, you know, he, the bull will go like put his horn up your ass and stick out your pecker or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Jimmy goes, "That's exactly what I thought you would say." <laughs> <Yeah.
3: do." laughs> I was like, "That's exactly." Yeah, what that's a- <laughs> word for word. <laughs>
0: roy always finds Uh, a way to pepper that
1: in. yeah that's his favorite thing that and johnny cash (laughs) you always say that god damn it it's always about bulls and
0: horns (laughs) (laughs) but roy tells him flat out that he is not clown material and jimmy says he's just gonna walk to the gas station it's actually like sad i felt bad for him
1: you know honestly it's kind of setting up an arc for spalding to have a protege
0: yeah, yeah that's true. That's, but, th- but no <laughs> no. But Roy tells him to get him some beef jerky after he just crushed his dreams. yeah. <laughs> but as he walks off, Jimmy says that he could have been on that pit crew in North Carolina. Now, I was like, was this a reference to something? And then I forgot to look up if it could have been a reference to something ok.
1: so yeah. let me let me explain because what I thought was going on was, He was trying to get sympathy from Roy in this moment Uh because what I assumed was there was some accident...
0: Yeah, that's how he made it sound. You know, on
1: a pit crew in North Carolina where he's like, I could have been there. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, all right, you know, I'm glad you're here, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not at all the case. I looked up up fucking NASCAR accidents. I looked up (laughs) all kinds of things. There's no anything. And then on commentary, Rob Zombie said that this was ad-libbed by Brian Posehn and Rob Zombie thought it was funny because... His dream to be a rodeo clown, you have to be small and able to get around very quickly and easily. Yeah. He said, Brian Posehn moves at his own pace. Yeah. He said, the same with the pit crew. You need to be lightning fast. Brian Posehn moves oh, at his own okay. pace. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I'm going to need this explained to me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is funny, but it's the kind of funny that somebody has to tell you why it's exactly. funny. Which yeah. kind of means that it's not, but okay. Which
1: made me feel like I wasn't funny. Yeah. But I will say that they also said that roy's stuff about johnny cash was also ad-libbed so there's a lot of leeway yeah that, yeah, that
0: yeah. is funny though yeah, to yeah me, that is because everybody it's knows clear. Yeah, yeah it's like that's funny
1: and as the story changes it gets funnier exactly yeah, yeah. but i'm like <laughs> pit crew in north carolina uh. yeah
0: i was like that has to be a reference to something yeah. and then uh, i just no. totally <laughs> forgot not at all not at all But alone now, Roy starts to scoop ice into the ice bucket, and Baby comes around the corner meowing, but stops when she sees Roy and asks if he's got a light for the cigarette she's holding. I guess she's pretending to look for a cat.
1: Uh, Maybe. And that was supposed to be the cat off of the distance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say that the shot from the ice machine is very reminiscent of Tarantino's trademark trunk trunk shot. shot, Yeah. But uh, interesting. But what do we know? Yeah.
0: But Roy says that he doesn't smoke because his doctor says he's got the lungs of a pro athlete, which to me was just a hilarious yeah. thing <laughs> like, please don't smoke. Yeah,
1: like, <laughs> I'm lungs. begging you. This is the greatest lungs I've ever seen. Never seen lungs like this, man. <laughs> Roy, look at me. <laughs> don't smoke.
0: <laughs> but smiling, Baby says that she understands. He wants to live forever. She asked if he's vacationing alone and he's like, "Yes. Uh, I mean, I'm here with my band." He says his band is Banjo and Sullivan and that he does the lead singing. He used to sing with Johnny Cash. He even shook his hand once. So he sang with him. <laughs> right? yeah. It's like, "Job, this is a $10,000." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Soon he is going I I, I am Johnny, Johnny Cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But Baby says that she just loves famous people because they're so much better than the real thing. And Roy agrees. He steps closer to her and she says that she bets all the girls want to fuck him. He's in disbelief and he's like, "Say that again." Yeah, that's all, dude. It makes me laugh every <laughs> every time because it's like he's trying to be like, "Oh no, I didn't. Could you say yeah, that
1: uh, one more... uh, just one more time? <laughs> one more time for Roy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... <Yeah>, for
1: Roy. <laughs> right for your old pal
2: Roy,
0: <laughs> you heard what the fuck she yeah, said. You did.
1: On. You did. And again, this exchange was improv. I.
0: I'm, it is hilarious to me. It's great. But she does say it again and the two laugh and he asks if she kisses her mama with that mouth. She assures him that that ain't the only thing she does with this mouth. And he's like, oh, Oh, don't tell me that. Say it again. (laughs) 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 He can't help himself. No, he can't. But she does say it again and they continue to laugh together. But we cut to the motel room where the Morris Green show plays on the TV. Morris Green, played by Daniel Roebuck, interviews Dr. Bankhead, played by Dwayne Whitaker.
1: You recognize Dwayne Whitaker as Maynard from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. (laughs) I was very surprised. I recognize
0: Daniel Robuck too. And this is so like such a tiny little piece.
1: Mm -hmm. From what I understand, they filmed a full episode of this show. (laughs)
0: of course they did and
1: i guess they just used like very minimal parts of it but daniel roebuck became like a zombie mainstay right Mm -hmm. he's the new uh I never watched the monsters. He's Papa Monster or whatever. No, not Papa <laughs> Monster. <laughs> What's Old Man Monster? Uh, Herman. No, <laughs> Herman Herman is someone else.
0: <laughs> it's oh. Daddy oh,
1: Munster. Is it really? Uh, no. Just oh, oh go grandpa. God damn it. Oh, you're not Grandpa, grandpa you Monster. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me <laughs> it's not Old Man Monster? <laughs> it's not his name? <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's Grandpa Munster in the Monsters. I also saw he did an interview with Mary Beth McAndrews of Dread Central. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And he has a very, very amazing collection of horror memorabilia. Oh, nice
0: that's badass Uh. that is really cool it looks
1: like a little museum oh nice but um i was surprised to see both of them here there is in that like full episode interview a discussion of dr satan really
0: i would have liked i'm not saying that we need dr satan because i don't really feel like we even needed him in the first one (laughs) but i feel like that would have been a kind of cool little Easter egg, even if it's just playing in the background. Yes, yeah. uh, I agree. Because it, I feel like this film was like, mm-mm, no, not, didn't have that didn't uh, happen. <laughs>
1: not at all. You... I was
0: there. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it.
1: That was De- Denise's fever dream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, there, again, there is something that we'll talk about in just a little bit with Dr. Satan that I think is very interesting, and I honestly think Rob Zombie made the right decision. Yeah. Okay. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll Did talk. Did you hear that, Brittany? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> But Morris Green asks the doctor what he thinks about the symbols that groups leave behind at crime scenes, inverted pentagrams, the number 666 and the like. Before he can answer, though, we cut to Wendy in the shower. Back in the room, Gloria is watching the TV where Dr. Bankhead explains that the cultists aren't able to attack God directly. Adam comes in drinking a beer, and she asks him to change the channel to something else because she can't stand watching this anymore. He's like, "Do I look like Roy to you?" I'm like, "You're you're you're standing right by the...
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's not that hard." He's
0: like, "You were making fun of my wife's titties."
1: (laughs) (laughs) There, look, there was some titties stuff (laughs) going around. Everybody got criticized.
0: (laughs) Like, let's not change the damn channel. Yeah, don't don't be sensitive. (laughs) We broke even. But back at the ice machine, Roy introduces himself and Baby asks if he'll take her back to his room to play with her. When he starts to explain that his wife, he's like, my wife's in that That room. room. (laughs) Yeah, what the (laughs) fuck?
3: (laughs) It's
0: fucking trash. But she asks if he's going to do that or if her brother is going to have to shoot his teeth out of his head. Just then, Otis grabs Roy from behind, holds a gun to his head and marches him back to the motel room. Baby trails behind them, lighting her own cigarette. In the room, Gloria says that it scares her that there are satanic cults running around, but Adam doesn't believe any of it. He says that people like Morris Green exaggerate things to drive up ratings. Gloria counters this with the very real situation that just happened in Ruggsville, but Adam says that Rugsville can kiss his ass. Why? <laughs> All right. Why are we yeah. so <laughs> okay, Adam?
1: They're our cross-town rival.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ruin rugs. <Rugsville. laughs> those are the signs there. <laughs> but she asked him to just please change the channel and he's like i don't know how roy puts up with your shit that's,
1: that's where i was like, like, yeah, I don't, like what please. the fuck calm down i don't know
0: why y'all are being so, so harsh on literally
1: hey can you change the channel how the fuck <laughs> does roy <laughs> do it
0: how are you married like,
1: what she was very polite yeah i don't understand <laughs>
0: But he finally does change the channel, and Gloria asks what's taking Roy so long anyway. Just then, Roy bursts through the door with Baby and Otis behind him, Baby holding a gun of her own now. They are frenzied, forcing everyone onto the bed. Baby notices the jacket of one of the performers on TV and points it out to Otis, who tells her, Fuck the TV. She replies with, Fuck you, and points her gun at him, but he tells her to focus on what they're doing
1: everybody looks around like these are really gonna be (laughs) this is who's holding us by
0: them
2: i looked around the room as well
0: (laughs) wendy continues to shower in the next room and otis asks who's in there adam says that it's his wife and tries to rush otis but otis forces him back onto the bed asking just what he's gonna do he kicks the bathroom door down and grabs wendy out of the shower He holds her at gunpoint in front of the group, asking if this is everyone. They say yes, but there's immediately a knock at the door. It's Jimmy announcing that he got Roy some beef jerky.
1: (laughs) But... Roy is like oh that's right that's Jimmy he's our roadie yeah it's like, why are you talking yeah, about that? no. Like, <laughs> this is the worst thing that's ever happened to anyone yeah and you're like oh that's right I'm sorry we well we actually we met Jimmy yeah. it's a funny story we like don't <laughs> count him as a person you know yeah. um, he was supposed to be on that pit <laughs> crew in North Carolina yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah Otis asks who it is and Roy explains that it's a roadie Jimmy he says that he f- just forgot all about him Otis throws Wendy onto the bed and points his gun at Roy, saying that he knows that he can't trust him now. It's like, damn it, man. Yeah. Baby says that she'll take care of it, and she answers the door. Jimmy, and and this is another moment. The music is crazy when they're mm. in the room. It's like, it's very frantic and stuff. She opens the door to talk to Jimmy, and it completely stops. Yeah, And I like that. Like There are little choices that are made that I do appreciate, and I feel like as subtle as they are, they make a big impact Uh right this is one of them that i really did enjoy
1: there is one thing i do have to call out because as i said the exteriors were all shot on that location right the interiors of the hotel room were all shot on a set weeks later Oh, wow. It looks, you can't tell. It's
2: seamless. You can't tell at all.
1: And so I was like, okay, first of all, great editing. Yeah. Second of all, when you look at it, the cinematography is really good because the lighting of the sun coming in through the window, there's no sun. Yeah. That's all lighting. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to say, great direction from Rob Zombie to be able to match that level. Right.
0: Yeah, to take us back to that. Exactly. You know, I mean. So, I
1: mean, you have to call it like you see it. I will say. The cinematographer was a guy called either... I'm not sure the pronunciation. If he's French, it's Phil Parme; If he's American, it's Phil Parmet, I would imagine. Yeah. But I do appreciate some of his work with the lighting and everything. But I am very 50-50 because goddamn the handheld shaky cam... Yeah. It is like 99% of the film. Yep. It is. And I... You know who was... I don't know if they were available. It looked like on their IMDb they just did a bunch of music videos this year. Maybe one film. Yeah. Is... Daniel Pearl, the cinematographer of both the original and the remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
0: Right. Oh yeah,
1: I would be very interested to see what he could have done with this. Yeah, yeah. because that I feel like is the tone he was going for. Right, it, right. It they were trying clearly to is. Yeah. 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 So I mean, eh, what could have been?
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> But Jimmy is taken aback by her saying that he must have come to the wrong room. Baby reassures him that it's the right room and that Roy is right inside. He's like, "Is Roy in there?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She pulls him in and Otis jumps up immediately, telling him to get on his knees. This is when the music just starts back up when she pulls him inside. I really appreciated that. Mm -hmm. But Jimmy literally has time to say, Roy, help. (laughs) With that inflection. (laughs) (sighs) Before Otis shoots him in the head, spraying Roy and Gloria behind him with blood and brains. (laughs) Roy, help. Yes. That's a direct
1: quote. Now, no, yeah. <laughs> that the same energy yes. and everything, yeah. The difficulty is on that thirty days in hell, yeah. I saw different takes of this. Okay. And there was one take where he was literally like, Roy, help, please. And then he gets shot in the head. What the fuck? And I'm like, why did you use that <laughs> take? Roy, Roy help. <laughs> help. It's like was that take thirty and yeah, just he's just tired. he's <laughs> tired. He's like, How many times am I gonna get shot in the fucking head? <laughs> but I was like, Why didn't you use yeah. but I mean whatever you know this is what we got i
0: don't (laughs) i but adam acting as my surrogate in the film promptly throws up (laughs) they all scream and baby yells at them to shut up on the road captain spaulding runs out of gas he's listening to the radio where they report the corpses in varying states of decomposition found at the firefly house they say that the site is being treated like a mass homicide as it it should Yeah. yeah
1: They're like they're treating it like a burglary. (laughs) Like they stole these bodies. Like why? That that's weird. Okay. Report that.
2: Yeah, no shit.
0: But from his stalled truck, Spalding watches as Susan, played by P.J. Souls.
1: Yes, dude. Uh, So happy to see her. Yes.
0: Hurries her son, Jamie, played by Jordan Orr, from the gas station to their car, saying that if she's late one more time, she's going to get fired. She says, he's going to can my ass. Yeah. <laughs> it,
1: it made me laugh. I was. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I have to say, I was totally nah, happy to see her. Yeah. Yeah. I did see in that doc that she auditioned for the role of Gloria. All right. Oh. And very interestingly, they told her that she was too young for the part, even though she's four years older than Priscilla Barnes. Uh- and the role of the mother was written for a 34-year-old woman. PJ Souls was 55 at the time. What the So fuck? I don't understand what So it wasn't doing.
0: because she was too... No. I don't okay, know. Whatever. But I'm
1: glad to see her here. She was excited to be here. Yeah. And I do have to say Priscilla Barnes, who interestingly replaced the actress who replaced Suzanne Summers in Three's Company. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> just a little tidbit of fun fact, but she is great in this she's film.
0: fantastic in it and there's yeah.
1: one scene that is so awful
0: it's it's right around yeah. the corner and
1: it's so awful i think because she's so good
0: yeah spalding smiles at the opportunity and gets out of his truck he approaches them and jamie sees him first when he tells his mom that there's a clown she's like yeah yeah until <laughs> spalding taps her on the shoulder and she turns around and sees him With a smile, he tells her that he's going to have to be taking her car. He's got some top-secret clown business that supersedes any plans that she might have for it. Susan laughs, asking, what's that about clown business? And the smile immediately drops from Spalding's face, and he asks her, did I stutter, bitch? Susan immediately tells her son to get in the car and lock his door. I'm like, you could have held up the act a little bit longer. (laughs) She's being friendly. She's laughing at what you're saying. Like, you don't have to, but whatever.
1: It's like, I'm part of the clown FBI. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I need the, and honestly, in all fairness, what could he have said where she's like, oh yeah, take my keys.
0: No, but I mean, I I guess I just like a good ruse. (laughs) I feel like he gave it up really bad. No,
1: there's another clown stealing the car as he's Yes, exactly.
0: No, there's like 12 clowns because they can (laughs) arrive in there. (laughs) But once Jamie gets in the car, Susan walks around to the driver's side and Spalding follows her warning never to turn her back on a clown when he's talking to you, which is a really specific rule. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Will this come so up again? Like,
0: <laughs> <or>? <laughs> <laughs> Not don't turn your back on a clown, but when he's talking to you. Yeah. Specifically. <laughs>
1: only only then
0: he turns her around before she can get back into the car and she yells at him to get his hands off of her. In response, he punches her in the face and gets behind the wheel jamie stares back at him in the passenger seat crying spaulding asks what's the matter don't you like clowns <laughs> jamie understandably shakes his head <laughs> no, and dude, spaulding no. asks don't we make you laugh aren't we fucking funny he tells jamie to think about it because he'll be back to check on him and his mother and if he doesn't have a good reason why he hates clowns he's gonna kill him and his entire family
1: now He's given him a great reason yeah.
0: <laughs> A Here clown today. carjacked yeah. me and my mom one yeah. time. <laughs> but he yells at him to get out of the car and laughs when Jamie does. He pulls away, leaving Susan knocked out in the parking lot. It's funny because Jamie gets out of the car and then we get like a wider shot of Spalding driving away and yeah. Jamie is gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Susan's still laying on the ground and Jamie has like left no the chat. There was checking on his <laughs> no. mother or-
1: It's like GTA carjacking with these running to the street.
0: (laughs) But back at Kahiki Palms, Jimmy is propped up on the couch and the other four are still confined to the bed. Jimmy is dead. I I want to make that yes. Yes. Otis sits in a chair next to them while Baby does a racist rhyme and a seductive dance for them. Over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't Mm. get it either.
0: No. Adam has his head on Wendy's lap, muttering to himself. Wendy is now thankfully wearing an overshirt because she was pulled out of the shower completely, completely naked. naked. Otis asks Roy, who sits in front of Baby with Gloria, if he's looking at his sister and thinking bad thoughts. And I think Roy was because he quickly looks away and he's like, no, no I wasn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, what's ridiculous to me is that after everything that you've seen them do, you're still like, well, she did say a lot of girls. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> she
2: said it again. My <laughs> <wife>. <laughs> she
0: said it again. She made me feel yeah. really good yeah. about myself. Not, not everyone will do that yeah, for no. you. <laughs> <laughs> I think Roy,
1: everybody's like, why is everyone so like asshole, like irredeemable? Yeah.
0: No, it's horrible. Even Roy? <laughs> yeah. But using homophobic slurs, which I was not, I have to address.
2: Yes. Because I was
0: like, what the fuck? Yeah. Otis says that baby is a hot piece of ass. How is Roy not looking at her and getting any ideas? I'm like, that's your sister?
2: Well, yeah. I my understanding. That- no, yeah. <laughs> see, that was my understanding, too. I was struggling. I yeah. was like, what the fuck is, was, my mind was
1: melting watching this.
0: For me, everything gets better when we leave the motel, uh-huh. but we are still All here. Right.
1: <laughs> What they had said, Rob Zombie said that the whole point of this thing is like playing mind games with them. So it's almost, I guess it's like that old, no listening. Do you hear me? Right. <laughs> yeah. like, uh,
0: but this uh, is but more than mind games. It is. Yeah. It
1: is. But I think that's the thing that bothers me is that this this goes far, especially what happens next. Yes. Yeah. This goes far beyond what, I mean, is anywhere for me to say no i'm still rooting for them no i'm not yeah no jigsaw played mind games. yes it, that's my yes, game. That's, well, yes. Uh, that's yes that's different yeah that, well,
0: there that's was no exactly
1: cassette or anything Yeah,
0: no. <laughs> 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 right if there was then i missed it uh-huh. yes but roy says that he's a married man and otis and baby laugh and mockingly applaud him Baby wraps up her dance, and Otis, still holding the gun, tells Gloria to get to her feet. When Adam tries to ask him to stop, and again, Adam, not Roy. Again, I don't understand. Otis says that the next words out of his mouth better be some brilliant Mark Twain shit because it's getting chiseled on his tombstone. Adam shuts up, like, Yeah. <laughs> and Otis turns his attention to Gloria again, telling her to stand and take her clothes off or he's going to kill somebody else. Gloria follows instructions, stripping down to her underwear as the group watches. Baby pushes and taunts Wendy as Otis gropes Gloria, forces her to kiss him and then finally sexually assaults her in front of the group at gunpoint.
1: Again, irredeemable. Yeah. yeah.
0: And that's that's I feel like that's my issue is like we're rooting for them to get away after this. Like yeah. even even before, like all the shit that they did before yeah. is, you know, bad enough. But we were here for this. We yeah, watched yeah. this happen. When you
1: look at, I mean, uh, movies like Natural Born Killers, yeah. yeah, right. You think of uh Mickey and Mallory; they did a lot of awful shit, right? Yeah. But there was still a level of, I, I, I guess, relatability, right, to where we could be like, you know, what? Maybe I do kind of want them to get away still, like yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. Yeah, technically yeah.
0: they're bad, but, but you know what? I kind of hope they get away. Kind of, yeah, yeah.
1: This is straight up like villainous, evil shit. Evil, yeah.
0: evil, yeah.
1: And it's very difficult, and I—that's what I don't understand. As a child, maybe because we had the holdover from us enjoying house of a thousand corpses right i was still like man i, I like otis and baby and yeah you yeah, want yeah. The, you, I, you know. I wanted
0: them to get away yeah and but it's
1: like here it's like okay these are innocent people and then later on with Widell, you're like well Wydell is, tr- is trying to do his job <laughs> literally, yeah.
0: literally yeah and, and th- trying to avenge his brother yeah <laughs> it's like and yeah. ag-
1: now i will say straight up if they would have come into this hotel room and just murked all four of them i'd still be rooting for it them. it wouldn't even right. yeah
0: and I did read that Bill Moseley had a really hard time doing this. Yeah. And at one point had asked Rob Zombie, like, what, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Rob Zo- he said that Rob Zombie's response was art is not safe.
1: Art isn't safe, but it's it, this is very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, he said that he was very disgusted. It was hard for him to even, and he said that he had a lot of fun playing Otis. Mm-hmm. Uh, he even stayed in character when he wasn't supposed to be in character because, <laughs> like, he well, had, that's
1: hard to get out. He, of Yeah, it. he had
0: fun playing him, but this was extremely difficult for him. He had to take breaks. He was sick to his stomach. Yeah, and that Priscilla Barnes. He said when he read it, he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna be like." basically as kind as he can and as understanding as he can with her but that she was having to coach him through it because he had such a hard time doing uh this
1: well the thing is and rob zombie said on commentary that it was her performance that made everyone so uncomfortable yes. because she is the the thing is that she is such a good actress in this thing that it's making it even harder to watch yeah. yeah and they said that sherry moon was even like uncomfortable doing this well, yeah and just simply yeah. being in the room and brian Posehn he came back on set to play his own corpse which he really didn't have to do No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and he said that it was like so uncomfortable because he's just sitting there with his eyes closed yeah listening to all this yeah it was a very bad day on set
0: i i just feel like I if bet. if i'm rob zombie and bill mosley is like do we really need to do this yeah. i would maybe rethink it yeah because
1: because it's Going beyond, it's like you know, he's like, you know, can I just skin one of them and wear this? That's what yeah, I'm saying, yeah, like, pistol literally pistol somebody, yeah, yeah. You don't beat,
0: beat somebody up, like yeah. start cutting fingers off, shoot somebody in the leg. I mean, yeah, I feel like that it, this is like a, a whole new layer of like holy shit because we're having to participate in it, like we're watching y- no, it happen, yeah. yeah, which I mean, and I'm not, you know. Easy to rattle, I uh-huh. would say. Yeah. But this I was like, God damn. Yeah. Like it's and rough. I don't, I don't know yeah. how long
1: this sequence is, but it feels like twice the length. Yeah. I, I did no, no. I did
0: read that because they kept saying that this was would be rated in C seventeen. Okay, mm-hmm. And he kept having to make cuts because they uh, he said that they had a problem with the overall tone, mm-hmm. not necessarily specific points. Um, but that this was a specific point that they had problems with and that two minutes was cut out. Was cut out? Was cut two minutes. <laughs> was cut out to achieve an r rating so i'm like
1: i don't want to know what's there yeah you didn't need to need to do that at all uh,
0: yeah i don't we don't need to spend any more time on this than we have no so otis eventually throws gloria back onto the bed telling her that she makes him sick baby giggles jumping on the bed and spanking gloria saying that they're all really getting to know each other now Otis says that he has an errand to run with Roy and Adam and that they'll be back soon. And that's another thing. Roy, while all this was happening, he's like hiding his face behind his hat. Yeah. I'm like,
1: I... why shouldn't he have Adam's energy? Yeah. I'm
0: saying I don't I, I don't know. Whatever. Um,
1: he was praying for Johnny Cash. Yeah.
0: But... <laughs> Remember the handshake? Come for yeah. me. Please.
1: <laughs> the man in black just crashes through the window. <laughs>
0: But they leave the women behind Wendy cradles Gloria and tries to comfort her as baby continues to harass Wendy blowing her hair. It's funny because they have her like poking her and blowing her hair and it's like they it's like no keep doing it because I feel <laughs> yeah. like Otis is on a fucking 20 out of yeah, 10 yeah. over here uh-huh. and she has to be doing something in the background but it's very childish like yeah. she's literally poking her and like nah I don't know It was I, I don't know and it, that's
1: it's funny to me because in house of a thousand corpses she was very childlike right right and in this she's not but then in these moments she is yeah Yeah, and
0: and and that's something i kind of wanted to talk about because i i will say i did appreciate bringing baby down a little yes because we all talked about the laugh the laugh was a whole lot the character was a whole lot the baby voice was a whole lot i did appreciate them or him trying to make her a more uh real person Uh uh-huh Rather than a cartoon, but, and that's the thing is this movie being what it is, there are performances that are great. Yes. In this. Yeah. She, <laughs> she's not up to that level. I no. will have to say that. No, no. And so when <laughs> she does have extended periods when she's talking or when she's reacting to something, it does take you out of it because it's yeah. like Bill Mosley is putting his whole fucking ass into <laughs> he this is. He is. and she's just like, you know, I mean, it just feels no, like I, it's, I, I, you're um, reading a script. Like that's uh-huh. what it feels yeah. like.
1: That is, that's fair.
0: But, you know, okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to a news report where Anchorman, played by Glenn Toronto, says that the group in Rugsville is being referred to as the Devil's Rejects. We see footage of Dobson taking Mother Firefly out of the house as the Anchorman identifies her and says that she was taken into custody after a gunfight that left four officers dead and seven wounded. At the Ruggsville Sheriff's Department, Widell comes to interrogate Mother Firefly in a i don't know if i should call it a cell or a cage yeah
2: i don't yeah because uh, that door no. didn't, <laughs> like, didn't even fill the whole
0: fucking no. doorway no. It was like, what the
1: fuck it looked like a basement where they like keep things yeah, yes, that yeah, yeah. Like, clear it out we're gonna do an interrogation yeah, that's, exa- that's
0: exactly <laughs> what it looks like white Dall introduces himself by name and mother firefly seems to contemplate his name as he rattles off hers and her aliases so i guess her real name is gloria teasdale
1: interesting Mm -hmm.
0: and her aliases are eve wilson southern betty woods betsy woods (laughs) and of course mother firefly (laughs) she congratulates him on his ability to read and he names off her record four counts of grand theft auto five of armed robbery and 17 counts of solicitation he says that the farm boys must love her and she says that everyone loves her including him Dell instructs Dobson, who's covered in blood, to set down a huge stack of books that he's been holding and asks Mother Firefly if she recognizes them.
1: So you do see how bloody his shirt is right, yeah. right. and all that. The understood reason in this cut of the film is uh, the shootout. The shootout, right, right, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, obviously yeah. maybe held an officer From or whatever. There, yeah. But the reality of it is there was a deleted scene that featured Dr. Satan. And what happened was, if you look whenever they're doing the news footage, there's, like, little fleeting glimpses of an ambulance. Right. Dr. Satan is in the back of that ambulance. What? Yes. And what happens is they interview him at the hospital. And Wayne Toth redesigned the Dr. Satan makeup. Walter Phelan came back to play Dr. Satan. The fuck? Yeah. He's sitting in his hospital bed, full makeup. A nurse comes in, played by Rosario Dawson. What
0: the I love her.
1: Yeah. And then she is like leaning over too close. Uh Dr. Satan grabs her by the throat, pulls her throat out. And I have never, I think all of her blood came out. (laughs) (laughs) Like every drop of her blood. And the one holding her is Dobson. Oh, Oh, all right. And it's all completely cut He's really
0: like super chill for having just gone through that. Honestly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, yeah. And again, seeing the scene, it doesn't fit this movie. No. No, it fits
0: House of Thousand Corpses.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that's the difficulty of bringing these characters to a real world. Yeah. Dr. Satan makes sense there. Yeah. Yeah, in the cartoon world. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But not here. Rob Zombie even said that um, he isn't even discounting theories that the Dr. Satan thing didn't happen, that maybe that was Denise's delusion toward mm. the end. So you, so
0: you regret. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it didn't happen. Yeah, he's like, Who knows?
1: <laughs> Who knows? He's not in devil's rejects. <laughs>
0: But Mother Firefly opens one of the books immediately to a photo of Otis, Baby, and Spaulding. She points to Baby in the middle calling her an angel. Wydell agrees, saying that she's going to be a dead angel when he finds her. Aren't all (laughs) angels? Yeah. (laughs) By definition? Yeah. He says that her and her whole clan are already dead. They're ghosts just waiting to expire. He says that her only option is to cooperate and say where they fled to, and then Baby won't have to die like a dog in the street when he catches her. I did very quickly want to point out that William Forsythe based Wydell partly on Robert Shaw. Oh, uh, Quint from Jaws. Yeah, okay. yeah, Um I was like, all right. Yeah. I, he really, to me, gives a standout performance in yes. this. I mm-hmm. think that he is fucking great in this movie. Yeah,
1: I think he has some of the best line readings.
0: I feel like like probably like too no, good yeah. for yeah. this. For <laughs> he's like really great in this to me. He
1: is. I know he's
2: done a lot, but I remember <laughs> him as the uh, lead detective on Deuce Bigelow. (laughs) He has a rash on his genitals. (laughs) uh, He does a good performance. The man's got range. He's got range.
1: Did that inform the performance? (laughs) (laughs) It enhanced it. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm.
0: But she asks if Wydell is done trying to scare her, but he assures her that he's only just begun. Taking the next book off of the pile, she asks if she can show him something. She pulls out photos of his brother George Wydell's dead face saying that he might enjoy them. We see them, but before she shows them to Wydell, she says that this guy was a sweetie pie. Tall, big mustache, bald head. Wydell snatches them away from her and looks for himself. She says that she felt bad about blowing his brains out because he seemed like such a nice man. Feigning ignorance, she says that she thinks that his name was Wydell too. She asks if he was kin to Wydell, and <laughs> he slaps her across the face. Oh God! Still cuffed, <laughs> like you didn't watch oh, it. <laughs> I know. Oh no! Oh, oh my man. goodness! <laughs> the, the,
1: the, wow! I know
0: the problem was is that
3: I I had, I had
1: laughed at I laughed at you saying Wydell and Wydell, and then you said that, and I was like, Oh, so, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not
0: laughing at that no, part. No,
1: the tone has shifted yeah. <laughs> uh, very quickly. Nothing is funny anymore.
0: Still cuffed to her chair, he pushes it against the wall and gets in her face. He tells her that he's going to kill everyone in her family, hunting them down and skinning them like animals. Mother Firefly just licks her tongue out at him until he starts to choke her, promising that her family will be begging him for mercy. I'm like, uh, is officers, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just Letting this just happen. Let I was concerned until she
1: said harder, and then I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> well, she she is <laughs> fucking with him the entire time. Oh no, yeah, yeah. 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 The bullshit. tongue yeah. stuff, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: But the other officers finally pull him off of her and she cheers for him. I feel like this is the line reading (laughs) that you had.
1: (laughs) You got that. You got it, boss.
0: She she says, go get him, Sheriff. She tells him to go get his ghost, but they've already crawled up in his head. He's found himself in something that he's never getting out of. She cackles as she tells him that they'll get him. He's already dead and she'll see him Mm -hmm. and fuck. (laughs) hell <laughs> now okay I was like she's like that you ain't never getting yeah. out of it. <laughs> I think, I think, god damn oh
2: man uh, was yeah, it was it was something <laughs> it was <laughs> my only note for this is I don't even know what to say
1: Right. I, <laughs> I, I think my thing is it, it honestly and I no disrespect to Leslie Easterbrook because she's doing great in a lot of other aspects yeah I, I feel like this line reading for me and it starts from the beginning when she's like crawling up in your head <laughs> and i'm like all right she really, <laughs> she, really left it all yeah, and, you know no. the thing no. is
0: is that the lines are actually really good yeah they are and go go get your ghost yeah and yeah that is good but because his lines were good yeah i mean but yeah <laughs> she made some choices <laughs> with the delivery i
1: just think that they would it might have been better off if <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe tone it down. <laughs> yeah, it almost—it almost, it yeah, almost yeah. felt like an outtake to make Rob Zombie laugh, and then he's like, "All right, let's go again." Let's yeah. let no, he's
0: like, "That was great." <laughs> he's like, "Let's use that one and let's use the Roy help." And we got ourselves a movie. Well, we're covering and both,
1: <laughs> <laughs> covering both bases here. We're
0: underreacting. We're overreacting. You know, you know, we, uh, average it. It's perfect. It's in the middle. Yeah.
1: Something for everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But she throws her head back laughing and it freeze frames before star wiping (laughs) to a photo of Adam and Roy and then star wiping into the desert where they pull up in their Banjo and Sullivan van. Mm-hmm.
1: So this is something Rob Zombie uses this device a lot in his films. Right. Where shit is hitting the fan. Uh-huh. But we're going to show you them in half happier time. times. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. yeah. does it a lot. I don't... I, I prefer it when it's like a flashback video like House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, like, Facebook profile picture didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> didn't really work for me. I don't know how many likes Banjo and Sullivan have. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, I prefer the video. And we see a bit of that later. Yeah.
0: And that is very effective for me. Yes, very much. Extremely.
1: There's a lot of 50-50. Yeah.
0: But Fold Around and Fell in Love by Elvin Bishop plays on the radio, and Otis asks Roy if he likes the song. When Roy is too afraid to answer, Otis asks him again, and he finally says yes. He pauses to give Adam instructions on where to go, and then berates Roy for liking Top 40 shit. Dude,
1: it's the seventies. Yeah. (laughs) Like top forty shit was still good. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's like you clearly wrote this in the
0: future. (laughs) 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 But he instructs Adam to stop the van. Adam does, and they all get out. Standing behind them and still holding his gun, Otis tells them where to go. Otis taunts Roy about what just happened with Gloria before saying that the stress of the day is really wearing on him and he needs to relieve some tension. He mentions Adam's wife, Wendy, saying that she looks like she knows how to relieve some tension. He asks if she likes it when Adam pukes. He's like, is that a thing you guys do? Dude, okay. <laughs> what the
1: fuck? <laughs> In all fairness, that did make me laugh. That was it was funny because <laughs> he's just such an asshole. Because
0: that, like, you didn't have to do that. No. <laughs> you didn't have to bring that up.
1: It's like you know when you threw up everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you guys like that shit your or thing went. or?
0: But Adam just asks where he's taking them. Otis admits that they're gonna go dig up some guns, and Roy asks, "Then what?" Otis says, "There is no what. This is the end of the road." Roy asks if he's going to kill them, and Adam chimes in that they've done everything that he said. It's sad because, like, the look of realization that hits Roy that's like, oh, yeah. we're not making it out of yeah. this. And
1: that's Jeffrey Lewis is just great.
0: He is, yeah.
1: He has very emotive eyes. Yeah, right, right. They talked about that on commentary. They're like that, huge. Yeah, They're, yeah. It's very good. expensive. And same with Juliette Lewis. Mm-hmm. I love her. Yeah, me too.
0: Watch Yellow Jackets if you don't watch Yeah, Yellow please.
1: Jackets.
0: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But suddenly screaming at them, Otis reminds them that he's the one calling the shots. He's Willy fucking Wonka. And this is his chocolate factory. Once right. again, <laughs> we have Otis taking, you ownership. know, putting himself in ownership of everything that's yeah. going on.
1: And in all fairness, I think Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory back then. Yeah. I think it came out in like 71. Very hard to imagine seven years ago, Otis sitting down in the theater. <laughs> watching this i didn't even think about that come with me and i'm like otis yeah no (laughs) get out of here like really i just say it's hard to believe but once
0: again you're asking us to believe a lot (laughs) yeah (laughs) but while otis yells in roy's face adam picks up a stray piece of wood and attacks otis with it a fight ensues with otis getting the upper hand on roy after roy grabs his gun and otis crawls on top of him When Adam tries to attack him, Otis grabs a knife from a holder on his calf and stabs Adam through the leg. Adam is able to recover, pulling out the knife and still coming after Otis. But with Roy's hand still on the gun, Otis is able to overpower him and turn it on Adam, shooting him in the throat
1: so there is clearly a mix of practical and digital effects yeah Yeah. and sometimes the digital works there's one later that's pretty decent but a lot of times it's very clear yeah you can like the dripping and stuff it doesn't look great and sometimes the blood's just too shiny yeah uh rob zombie said that it was a matter of time constraints right right of course he would prefer practical Practical. yeah yeah. yeah but um you know it is what it is
0: yeah them's the breaks But Adam drops the knife and grabs his neck before collapsing into the dirt. Otis finally wrestles the gun away from Roy and beats him with it. He holsters the gun and picks up the piece of wood that Adam had attacked him with and hits Roy with that too. He goes over to Adam taking his knife back. He gets on the ground next to him, and Adam begs him to stop, but he says that he's just getting started. He said that he was going to take it easy on him, but he brought this on himself for acting like a hero. He tells him he's going to bleed to death now, and Adam spits a mouthful of blood in his face, telling him, fuck you. Otis says that that's what they all say, but that doesn't scare him, and it certainly doesn't make Adam a hero. He hits him with the stick and tells him that this is what happens to heroes. He goes over to Roy, and Adam calls out to his friend, but Roy doesn't respond. Standing over Roy, Otis tells him to pray to his God to come and save him. He says that he wants lightning to crash down upon his head. Roy begins to pray quietly, and Otis screams at him to pray louder, so he does. He said that he feels it and starts to repent, saying that he finally feels the love and the Holy Spirit is in his body. I'm like, y'all... Because Roy's like, <gasps> yeah. Like looking well, up at him. Well, first of all, it's very <laughs>
1: stupid because. Roy, and this was ad libbed also, yeah. but Roy's like, bless, bless the, the bunnies, bunnies bless yeah. the birds. Uh, yeah. I would be like, smite this man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> as, as You have smoten. <laughs> Where's the
2: old right? angry God? Yeah, seriously, Old Testament man. Right, I'm calling him specifically dude from Wicker Man.
1: Yes, yeah. seriously. Yeah. <laughs> when he's singing in the cage, yeah. like, I, I just, I don't understand why he chose the bunnies yeah. and the birds. But I will say, Bill Mosley is goddamn killing it yeah
0: no he's incredible in the scene that's the thing that's so disappointing is you had an extremely talented cast yeah right. that's why the stuff that falls flat it's like why how yeah. how and even, did you fumble this ball like yeah. you were handed the best ball <laughs> like i don't <laughs>
1: understand even the writing in this section is great
0: it is yeah i agree but roy does stare at him and otis quickly drops the facade and tells him soberly i am the devil and i am here to do the devil's work this is, uh, yeah, uh, kind of a quote from Tex Watson, the uh, you know mm-hmm. Charles Manson, mm-hmm. wasn't
1: it? I'm here to do the devil's business or yeah. something. Yeah. work sounds better.
0: It it uh, especially coming from Otis. Yeah. I, yeah,
1: it does. But why are you? If you're
2: the devil, why are you talking about yourself? The in the third, third person, person? yeah well.
0: well you know right i'm here to do my yeah, work
1: I don't, <laughs> well you're clearly not in charge <laughs> the devil likes his chicken spice yeah
0: <laughs> but this is such a great moment with the hair in his face and him pulling it to the side to reveal that he's like no like yeah. i'm not it um he's he's just really great in this scene mm-hmm. but otis then takes the stick and beats roy to death with it as Adam calls out to his friend, Otis goes over to him and tosses the stick away. He straddles Adam, saying that he has other plans for him. He takes out his knife, and Adam tries to fight, but it's futile. Their sounds are drowned out by Otis Rush performing, I Can't Quit You, Baby, and we cut to it being performed on the TV in the motel room. This segue really worked for me.
1: Yes, Right?
0: No, <laughs> it for it me it did.
2: I I'm still I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. That last uh like the attempt at them trying to get at dude uh-huh. was very weak and it it yeah, kind of they- fell flat for me because
0: I feel the like entire- Adam tried. Yeah, he's really, the only re- one. Roy yeah. really
2: didn't. <laughs> and, and, it, and it's not against anything like, like oh, this, this is sook. Like It was like, it made me mad because they didn't try. And not I was really. like, you guys are not doing anything. Roy was so far ahead of them. Adam stayed next to him the whole time. If you were close enough to him, he's got a handgun. Yeah. Y'all would have overpowered him and nobody got hurt. Why the fuck are you guys doing everything he's saying and doing nothing to try to get out of this especially once it's he's like basically he, said oh i'm killing you after. yeah yes. okay like this well it. then you've got nothing to lose why yeah. are you still doing this why are when adam when he hit him mm-hmm. and he got the gun out of his hand that should have been it yeah roy got them killed yeah that's who got them killed he did he did well
0: roy roy did all of this no <laughs> like roy uh, brought her back like or yeah. not brought her back but no he, you know yeah what i mean, yeah, I mean this yes, was Roy but, i mm-hmm. mean
2: it's just like god damn dude it's like, I, you yeah. guys really are not going to even try this. You're just like, oh, it's okay. You know what I mean? The bunnies. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> the bunnies. Yeah. I was like, come on. <laughs> <man.">
1: <laughs> I will say that uh, in regard to the transition, I kind of built in some kind of, uh, not metaphor, but symbolism in a way. Right. Because we're cutting from Otis killing these men to Otis Rush on the TV. Oh, very all good. Right. Playing I Can't Quit You, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And otis this is his lifestyle this is just what he does yeah right he he can't that's
0: a i feel like you probably put more thought into it (laughs) uh, bobby zombie did (laughs) but i i appreciate it
1: i I hope i don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) but back in the room wendy and gloria still sit on the bed while baby plays with the knife in the chair gloria starts to hum along to the song on the tv but baby quickly tells her to shut the fuck up Wendy asks if she can use the restroom, but Baby ignores her. And when Gloria tries to ask for her, Baby tells her that she heard. She's just trying to think of a reason why she would let her. She doesn't care if Wendy pisses herself. She wants something out of it. And this is when it's like, I feel like we had this really great performance from Bill Mosley. And then we go back to the room and she's like, well, you can piss yourself for all I care. It's just like, it feels very flat. I don't know. Well, it's, yeah. Maybe that's kind
2: of what hurt it too for me was Hmm. that anytime anything remotely kind of cool happens, happened shit like this happened mm-hmm. and then it's like oh no it's <laughs> like you were you were having me for a second <laughs> but and you're then back to yeah and we're back to this
1: well but then again again the i keep saying 50 50 yeah no you did yeah, that, yeah I I mean, you did it, it,
2: you're right <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're right and I do want to point out because you you did put some twang on it, like she should have. Yeah. You're right. But I no. <laughs> I tried harder. <laughs> yeah. You built in. There was there were moments in this because this is Rugsville, Texas. Yeah. Right? yeah. They've been born and raised here the entire yeah. time by the Firefly yep. family, and these way the way that they and live their just lives. You heard the way the mom talked. Exactly. Yeah. yeah mama Fucking was on
3: fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I swear to God, every t- every time baby speaks or I see her on screen, I'm like, this lady's clearly from California. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <"This> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She is clearly
0: excellent yes. point yes.
1: her hair like
0: everything yeah, that's, a, that's such a good point yeah <laughs> but after thinking about it for a second she decides that what she wants is for Wendy to hit Gloria in the face because Gloria hasn't been through enough right Gloria tells Wendy to do it and before she does baby cautions her to make it hurt Wendy barely taps Gloria and Baby demands that she hit her harder. Wendy finally slaps Gloria across the face, but this still isn't good enough for Baby. It's just the harder, she ain't gonna break. I'm like, girl, like I just feel, I don't (laughs) know. Oh, well
1: i mean i don't i, I don't know either
0: <laughs> you, you know it's hard I'm... to watch
1: <laughs> i just i think that I, I don't know because i i've seen the lords of salem and i think she gives a pretty decent performance in that really uh, yeah and so i'm like you know i don't know if this is down the direction. Because watching the table read, she said all these lines the exact same way during the table read.
0: He's like, You're doing yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. doing great, sweetie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, honey. So yeah. I mean, I, I really don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't either. But I feel like and it wouldn't be so bad if it weren't for everyone else giving their absolute doing what fucking everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but finally Gloria braces herself and Wendy slaps her very hard baby is finally appeased but makes wendy kneel before her kiss her on the cheek thank her and tell her that she's having a great time and wendy doesn't follow <laughs> directions so no. even when i was a kid that bothered me yeah, it's like that's not exactly what she said but <laughs> i had a really good time you it's had like, that, a really good that's time that's not what i said yeah <laughs> get back on the bed exactly this isn't over <laughs> but wendy does kind of do what she says and baby pushes her away finally allowing her to go to the restroom with the warning to make it quick Wendy goes into the bathroom and baby smiles at Gloria, who is still holding her face. And she's like, now what do you want to do? Once in the bathroom, Wendy locks the door and tries to think fast. She's frantic and starts knocking shit over, which really fucking annoyed me.
1: Yeah, the first thing she did was like pretty much kill the medicine cabinet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like what, she just for knocks what? everything yeah. Yeah. over. For I... what?
0: Are you a cat? Like, what? <laughs> why are you doing that?
1: Oh, something on the surface.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man.
0: But she just starts to scream for help out of the small window above the toilet. Baby jumps up immediately pissed that she knew Wendy would do something stupid in there when she finds the door locked she demands that Wendy open it but seizing the moment of opportunity Gloria grabs the gun that baby left behind and turns it on her as Wendy breaks the small window with the lid of the toilet tank baby asks Gloria what she ever did to her to deserve being shot. She conceals the knife that we already saw her holding behind her back. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, who was that for? Because we yeah, all know yeah, that you're had yeah. that.
1: I'm not sure. Hey, I do have a thing that you just kind of reminded me of. Uh, there was another film where someone named Wendy tried to escape through the bathroom window. Hey. Yeah, uh, The Shining, yeah. 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 <laughs> take a shot, I guys. Right. right. Remember that bit? Yeah, <laughs> take a shot.
0: But Gloria swears that she'll kill her. But Baby tells her that she's their only hope because her brother is crazy. Now, T and I have had a point of contention for a long time. Maybe John Paul can uh, be tiebreaker here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gloria immediately calls out to Wendy that it's okay to come out. Mm -hmm. And at the very same moment, baby flings the knife at Gloria and it hits home right in her chest. Right. I always interpreted this as baby being like, I'm your only hope. And Gloria being like, fuck, you're right. Okay, Wendy, come out. She's going to help us.
1: I personally interpreted it as, that's a hard fucking thing to <laughs> yeah. say, dude. Um, interpreted it as Wendy being in the bathroom, Gloria having the gun on baby. She's saying it's all right to come out because I got the drop on her. Yeah,
2: that's what I thought.
0: Okay, that's I didn't I because she's like, my brother's fucking crazy. Yeah. and She's like, yeah. Wendy, it's all right. No,
1: I don't think that worked. If that worked, then Gloria is one I of the know, worst. I no, uh, yeah. it has no, always yeah. bothered
0: yeah. me. Um,
2: I, real quick, I do... Uh. And and I already know the answer, but when I seen her throw the knife and it gets stuck in her, eye, I was like, I'm not getting my time back for this. I
1: already know the answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's gone. <laughs> Tell me that wasn't a lot.
1: And, no, it was a lot. I will say I did appreciate the fact that they had kind of shown the knife here and there. Mostly here. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. But the fact that it wasn't this thing like out of the blue. Yeah. But, um, I, this is, I a mean,
2: that was well. a perfect throw and hit and just, right in the heart. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 C- come on. <laughs> yeah, the- yeah.
1: She's been practicing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but in the bathroom, Wendy stops and listens. Gloria drops to her knees and pulls the knife out of her chest. I don't think you're supposed to do that. I think you're no, supposed to leave it. You
1: are not supposed to do that.
0: But as she bleeds, baby pulls her pants down and tells Gloria to shoot her right in the ass. You know, we got to see her ass. <laughs> Gloria raises the gun and tries, but the gun clicks. It's empty. Baby then delivers T's favorite line in the whole film. Mm. There's no bullets in this thing. It's all fucking mind power.
1: That, name. <laughs> may- <laughs> even honestly i think maybe even 14 year old me was like really yeah <laughs> that's that's what you're going with yeah, right? i'm a- not
0: gonna lie i was like oh fuck it was fine <laughs> now
1: again this isn't a bad reveal of the fact that the guns were unloaded the whole time yeah yeah because you think about um oh, wait no because uh, adam did take a bullet to the neck so never mind yeah, <laughs> yeah not like, all the guns. i guess her gun <laughs> <laughs> her yeah, gun yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but um i think that it's a good reveal i think the way that it's said is very on the nose right yeah to say you know it's mind power that's a lot (laughs) yeah (laughs) or to just who are you saying that yeah yeah she's dying no (laughs) um you already know you knew this wendy is doing whatever she's doing uh but i think that it could have worked if maybe the line was rewritten as something else honestly the click alone is a gasp moment it is Yeah. yeah that's fine but for her to do that whole thing that's a lot and that's ass shot number two yeah yeah, yeah. out of question mark uh, rob zombie is he loves his wife yeah he does
0: but everything goes in slow motion as baby pulls her pants back up and pushes gloria down she does have a little confederate flag on her pants which i'm like I, yeah i i yeah. can uh-uh. i like y'all any less yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm learning that i hate the fireflies <laughs>
0: Wendy comes out of the bathroom and takes the chance to run right out of the unlocked door to the room. I'm like, y'all didn't even lock the door.
1: Well, the gun wasn't loaded either. Yeah. Mind- There's no
0: lock on this thing. <laughs> it's a fucking mind power. This isn't even a real hotel. Yeah. You're in a simulation, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> but Wendy runs into the parking lot, and Baby chases her as Gloria slumps over dead. Outside, back in regular motion, Wendy bangs on every door, screaming for help. I was like, is this American Psycho? Yeah, it's nobody no, fucking here. Yeah. no. She runs through the parking lot and straight into Captain Spaulding. He comforts her for a second, but when baby calls out, Daddy, grab that bitch, he headbutts Wendy and she goes down.
1: And again, the moment, obviously, what you see is awful. Yeah. Yeah. But the moment is a good moment in the film. Yeah. Because it shocked me. Yeah. When he ran, when she ran into him, he was going to do his clown act. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the second he knew that she was running from baby. Yeah. Fuck it. I was like, dude. Like not a moment of hesitation. None. Mm -hmm.
0: But after a segue of close up photos of Groucho Marx taped in with pictures of the victims in the scrapbooks, we were back at the police station where Dobson flips through the albums. He looks up at a photo of the mugshot of Captain Spaulding on the wall and calls out to Wydell that he's found something. Spaulding is the name of a character in the Marx Brothers film, Animal Crackers. When asked if he thinks it means anything, Wydell says that he doesn't know, but they better get the film critic Marty Walker over here as soon as they can. He tells Dobson to tell Marty Walker to bring any information he knows about the Marx Brothers, in particular, any character that Groucho played in his films.
1: I appreciate this so much. Yeah. Yeah. Because the names in House of a Thousand Corpses were these references, but these they were just their names. That's it. Yeah. But this, again, when you bring some things into reality, this is one of the smarter decisions you that have were made. To, yeah, I agree. That people are going to catch these references. Mm-hmm. The Marx Brothers weren't some underground. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know?
1: So that's, I really appreciated that.
0: But back at Kahiki Palms, Spalding carries Wendy back into the room and tosses her onto the bed baby jumps on the bed with her where she comes to weekly again she has a you're fuck with me huh like i mean it's like <laughs> i don't know if and i completely understand if sherry moon zombie wasn't really comfortable maybe going to the lengths that she did in the first film or going to the lengths that otis and Spalding yeah, and everybody yeah. else do but it it does come off because we are trying to establish her as a more grounded character, it does come off very childish for yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, which could speak to her character, but then I don't, I don't know. It just feels like you really switched her up. But not really you know yeah. what i mean like i don't know well it's because
1: they're like again the whole grounded thing but they're like no she's still there yeah they're, yeah,
0: they're exactly. still bits. yeah yeah yeah
1: Yeah. there's still bits of her
0: <laughs> but spalding surveys the room and immediately asks where otis is because if he fucks this up he's gonna kill him baby ignores this and only like, continues to taunt wendy amazed that she had the balls to fuck with her Back at the station, Officer Cogs, played by Chris Ellis, walks into Wydell's office where he sits with Dobson. Cogs is eating a sandwich, and <laughs> Wydell chastises him for eating. Yeah, <laughs> <it's->
1: yeah. <laughs> let them man right. eat. No. He's like, I'm <laughs> <a> hungry. <laughs>
0: But Cogs came to tell him that the film critic is here. Why Dell is annoyed, so Cogs just brings him in.
1: I will say that Cogs' line is adorable to me. Yeah. Because he goes, Hey, I get low blood sugar. I'm not gonna be good to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that is so. You, you, can't, you well, yeah. can't pour
0: from an empty cup. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's you know.
1: I and I like this too. I even I remember him from Mad Men, he got Don Draper, you know, beaten up with a phone book. Yeah. But <laughs> I will say that <laughs> he is probably one of th- him and maybe dobson are the only like decent human beings in this entire film
0: you might be right yeah. honestly
1: i even i mean roy sucks
0: <laughs> well, they were Jim- making fun of him
1: jimmy was okay gloria was all right
0: gloria was fine <laughs> she was mean about the titties but yeah. you know well she only she gave was back being put she on the was getting yeah, exactly. no, yeah. exactly. yeah. so we got
1: three good characters the whole film <laughs> <laughs>
0: But in walks Marty Walker, played by Robert Trevor, and he is a character.
1: <laughs> he is a character. I will say I did hear on commentary that the majority of the stuff that he says in this was his own knowledge of the Marx Brothers. Wow. Oh, nice. That is very cool. Yeah. yeah. Rob Zombie said that he got this part basically because of how well he knew so much of Hollywood yeah, history yeah. and stuff. But Robert Trebor is a palindrome. It's also a fake name. His real name is Robert Shankman, but this is his stage name. What is it? It's Robert, Robert and then Robert backwards again. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you were like, for yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a real How name. How did
3: I not notice that? That's <laughs> fucking hilarious.
0: His
1: name's Robert Robert. <laughs> I like him even more. Yeah, he's just a cool
0: dude. <laughs> that is hilarious. But immediately he proclaims himself to be a Marx Brothers expert. But Wiedel just comments on his endless knowledge of bullshit. And I'm like... You asked me for help. Yeah. Like I don't know why, he's, why you're being so aggressive like, right well, now. Well,
1: fuck you. Good day. I'm, don- I'm <laughs> gone. I don't have to help you.
0: Marty Walker goes off, saying that he has a list of all characters in the Marx Brothers movies, all characters played by and related to Groucho, and he starts to go off on an unrelated story about a Jewish actor playing a Nazi in one of his films. Why Dell snatches the top paper off of a stack of papers that Walker brought after looking at it for a second, he realizes that all the aliases that they go by (laughs) Rufus Firefly, Otis Driftwood, Captain Spaulding, they're all here on the list. Dobson says that this means they need to track down Groucho Marx and ask him a few questions. No, Dobson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's the leader. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but Cogs is like, didn't he die last year? Marty Walker is disgusted by the discourse, even telling Dobson that if he wasn't a cop, he'd wring his neck. Dude, his? Like, hey. yeah. what? <laughs> Cogs is like, whoa.
1: <laughs> this exchange made me laugh so hard. I was I was dead.
0: Cogs tries to calm him down, but Marty is too far gone. He stands and yells about Elvis Presley dying three days before Groucho and hogging all the headlines. Now Wydell gets to his feet, asking Marty what he said about the king. Marty starts to repeat himself, but Wydell grabs him by the shirt and pulls him close. Isn't this is when he's like, grouch?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he tells him to repeat himself. And he said, I said Elvis Presley died three days before grouch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he gets grabbed. Yeah. It makes me laugh every single time. But um, they said that the annoyance at the whole Elvis thing was William Forsyth's, William Scythe's idea.
0: That's great. And so <laughs> I, I
1: was interesting because the whole scene is predicated on this annoyance. Yeah. I, l-
0: I like it because I feel like we're kind of, because these characters, we don't get a lot of, no, you <laughs> <don't>. <laughs> a lot of depth. I'll just say that.
1: But I will also point out that there is this thing about Elvis and Tarantino has a very famous monologue about Elvis that was, I think, in My Best Friend's Birthday, his first ever feature, Mm -hmm. and then reused later in True Romance. Mm -hmm. And I feel like using Elvis as a thing again, these pop culture references, right? I don't know. But I also didn't know he died three days before Groucho. I didn't either. That's crazy.
0: But Wydell says that if he ever says another negative thing about Elvis Aaron Presley in his presence, he will kick the living shit out of him. He pushes Marty away and tells him to get him out of his face. Dobson escorts him out, but Marty continues to rattle off Elvis's filmography. <laughs> 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 because he goes,
1: He was like, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's defending himself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> White like, get this Hollywood motherfucker. He's like, well, Elvis was also in Hollywood. Yeah, that's very, very funny, dude.
0: But White Dell just yells after him, "Fuck Groucho." That's, Why though? That's her. <laughs> <hurtful. laughs> Back at Kahiki Palms, Wendy is tied up and gagged, and babysits with her, watching *Bride of the Monster* with Bella Lugosi on the TV.
1: Very cool. Yeah, yeah. I was
0: like, okay, Bella Lugosi. <laughs> in the bathroom, Spalding washes off his makeup. As he joins them in the main room, Otis bursts through the door wearing a mask that he made of Adam's face.
1: I appreciated the restraint they had to not show him cutting off the face. Yeah, that was surprisingly yeah. subdued. Mm-hmm.
0: Agreed. He runs around the room, prompting Baby to pull her knife and Spaulding to point his gun at him. I'm like, that's clearly Otis. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the
1: same body. <laughs> no same shit. Yeah, he's wearing We're, the same yeah, shirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but with a laugh, he takes off his mask and assures them that he got everything. He immediately turns on Spaulding, asking where he's been. The argument escalates, prompting both of them to pull guns on each other. The tension mounts, but Spalding smacks Otis's gun away and baby tells him to stop because they need to get out of here now. I was expecting one of those moments where it's like, no, no, fuck you, fuck you. Ah!
1: Yeah, I did too. Yeah. yeah I was like,
0: oh no, y'all hate each other. Yeah. Like,
1: oh, okay. What's funny is, as many times as I've seen this film, I expect it every single time. Yeah. yeah. That moment is played later. Yeah, uh, yeah. it is. But this but one always
0: surprises nah. me. Yeah, I'm like, oh no, we're mad, mad. We're yeah. big mad. Okay. Kneeling down next to Wendy, Baby asks what they're going to do with her, but Spaulding, still staring at Otis, simply tells her to leave her for the maid to clean up. Otis, though, has a better idea. He kneels down next to Wendy and shows her the mask that he made of Adam's face. She immediately begins to twist away from him and sob. Otis makes the mask say that he regrets to inform her that the Banjo and Sullivan show will be canceled tonight. All
1: right, that's very funny. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) That's really good. He's
0: like, we regret (laughs) to inform you. (laughs) He holds the mask over Wendy's face, and he and Baby laugh, but Spaulding is still mad. Wendy screams, and we cut to the next morning.
1: Okay, so this, for me, because when you think about it, Spaulding didn't kill PJ Souls when he stole the car. No. He is shown to be a terrible person and a murderer, but he does have an odd compassion sometimes, right? Yeah. So I feel like they're straight psychopaths. They're gone, yeah. right? He has like some kind of weird in between, which I thought would cause more friction later, but does not. It yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get all. <laughs>
0: I just but the thing is, is these characters aren't developed enough no. to have that kind of nuanced.
1: Not at all. Yeah,
0: I do crazy shit too, but I have a line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. there's no. It's just mmm, like fuck you. Like that, I mean, that, that's it. <laughs> But the next morning, Maria, played by Jessara Gennaro, makes the rounds with her housekeeping cart. She knocks on the door of room two and identifies herself, but when no one answers, she uses the key ring to let herself in. When she flips the light switch, nothing happens, of course. Mm -hmm. She opens the curtains instead, letting in daylight and grimacing at the mess left behind, cowboy boots, clothes, and guitar cases all thrown around the room. She makes her way to the closed bathroom door. When she opens it, she sees Gloria and Jimmy posed in the shower with the guitar, both dead. Written with blood on the walls are the words dead and fuck behind them. I was like, you had to get one more fucking. <laughs> <Nah, yeah.
1: laughs> well, I saw, because you get a shot in the mirror, it says fuck, and it says W-Y, and I'm like, does it say fuck Dell?
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my and, God, yeah. <laughs> and the blood, <laughs> that is the funniest. <laughs> The funniest fucking yeah. thing. Like,
1: I really hope it doesn't.
0: <laughs> I hope it does. Oh, my God. This is the level of petty that yeah, I, mean, I just.
1: Before you left, like, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah one, one more, one more. Yeah. And they all, They did you say they wrote Devil's Rejects? Yeah. yeah. Blood is, they're just embracing. <laughs> Blood is
0: smeared all around the room with the Devil's Rejects written huge on one wall. Maria screams and runs back into the main room, but the front door swings shut and we see that Wendy wearing Adam's face is hung up on it. I don't know why she hasn't said anything this whole time or why she's not saying help me, help me or something like that. But she's still alive and reaches for Maria, finally falling off and clinging to her. Her eyes and Adam's face roll wildly as both she and Maria scream. Maria falls backward onto the bed as Wendy continues to scream on top of her. Maria is finally able to push her off and runs out of the room, screaming and now covered in blood as well. Wendy runs after her still wearing Adam's face. Her arms are free. She could take it off. She could, yes. you know, but okay.
1: Yeah, again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she can but it is a cool visual. It and is. her eyes rolling around in the in the face. It did look creepy. It looked good.
1: And I again her like falling onto her. It's all very very good horror.
0: Yeah. But she continues to scream and run aimlessly until she reaches the middle of the road. She tries to stop a car driving by, but of course they speed past her like take the mask off yeah
1: Yeah. like i would be fucking
0: horrified she wearing someone's face yes yeah you know wendy is like then you can just drop fucking dead no i'm just kidding (laughs) but seriously a a truck plows right into it yes it does
1: see and this is my problem because i want more of a 70s aesthetic yeah Yeah. you've got this incredibly 2000s shaky cam yeah and then you've got this incredibly 2000s oh no a surprise hit by a truck yeah Yeah. well very of its time it's it was very predictable yes
2: and that sucked because you're right this whole little like sequence here when she walks in to check on the room and then wendy comes out like that's fine yeah but it's like okay stop running okay stop running yeah okay why do you still have the mask on you're not talking okay (laughs) stop running okay why did you stop in the middle of the street it is frustrating because
0: (laughs) you want her to make it and she makes all the wrong decisions no yeah Yeah. like to make it but truck hits her she's a bloody stain in the road the brakes screech and then it cuts to black when it comes back up, we get shots of Wendy's bloody hand, her entrails spread across the road, her lifeless body concealed under a sheet. Police patrol the area and the medical examiner, played by Mike Bellsfield, kneels next to Wendy and takes a look under the sheet. Wydell rudely tells Sheriff Ken Dwyer, played by Steve Railsback, to send someone over to get some of Wendy's skull and bag it.
1: So, yeah, he's very rude, but yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I wanted to say, because Steve rails back, he gets a very small role here, uh-huh. and I'm wondering if he got this cameo, because the only thing I know him from is in the original Helter Skelter TV movie from 1976. He played Charles Manson. Oh, shit. Wow. And so I was like...
0: I mean, that's a fitting cameo. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah and again, the 70s. I yeah. mean yeah. It just makes sense, but right. who knows?
0: yeah but why Del looks over at Maria and identifies her as the person who found Wendy. They both share a laugh over the fact that they don't speak Spanish and she doesn't speak English. And the one cop that does speak Spanish called in sick today with explosive diarrhea.
2: All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The two walk over to Maria and he shows her baby Otis and Spalding's mugshots. He then asks her in Spanish if she recognizes any of them, but she says, no, I was, I was was, like, I hope that other sheriff feels like shit. I was very surprised. Was, yeah, Dobson comes over to tell White Dell that there are a couple shit kickers here to see him, and before going over to see who it is, White Dell offers words of comfort to Maria.
1: There's a very like fortunate shot that he got. Mm-hmm. He said the tear that rolls down her cheek was not planned, obviously. Oh wow! No. And it's just like a perfect thing, and then that yeah. scene's over. Yeah, I was like that's really lucky. Yeah.
0: Dell walks over to his visitors and they are Rondo played by the Danny Trejo mm-hmm. yeah. and Billy Ray Snapper played by the Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah,
2: DDP. I, yes.
1: It's me. Yeah. It's me. <laughs> I, I was so surprised. And I was like, well, they've been teasing it by calling Spaulding Cutter all film. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. It
0: really is.
1: I read somewhere that Chris Jericho auditioned for Rondo. But so it would have been Chris Jericho and Diamond Dallas Page, but which they is said, is kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, they said Chris Jericho was too pretty to play Rondo, what?
0: which I'm like, that's rude. Yeah. yeah. So
1: <laughs> Dan Danny Trejo. Trejo's like, oh cool, right? Thanks, yeah. thanks for that. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I've, Rondo's got a gruffness to him that I don't think Chris Jericho could match. Right. And Danny Trejo is Danny Trejo. I, uh, yeah. yeah. No, it's, yeah. he's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Although I do have to say, I think Chris Jericho, even though his political views are dog shit, I think he is the goat. I gotta say. It. <laughs> yeah. All right. that's my opinion.
0: But Wydell gives Rondo a list of names to track down. And when Rondo laughs at the names, Wydell takes the opportunity to make fun of his name. The trio trade tense words with each other before Wydell leaves with the demand that they not fuck this up. We cut to Otis driving the Banjo and Sullivan van with Baby and Spalding inside. My thing is, you guys left those bodies there. Yes. We probably shouldn't be driving this van. Yeah.
1: (laughs) How famous are they? You know, because if people know. Yeah. 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 If it's on the radio that Banjo and Sullivan have been murdered. Yeah. Right. I mean. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird.
0: Yeah. But Real in the Years by Steely Dan plays on the radio, and Otis is pissed, saying that he doesn't like this plan. He trusts Charlie just about as much as he trusts Spaulding, and Spaulding asks what his problem is with Charlie, and Otis can only reply, I know what I know, and I know I don't like that nutsack.
1: That is Tarantino.
0: 100%. Spaulding tells him to shut up because there's no place safer than Charlie's that he can think of. They pass a sign advertising an ice cream shack and Baby points it out. Otis taunts her, prompting Baby to taunt him back, and the two trade fuck yous, annoying Spaulding. He asks if stopping for two seconds will kill him, and Otis says that it will. They continue to taunt him, chanting that they're going to get some tutti-fucking-fruity ice cream. Hmm. Fed up, Otis yells at them that there is no ice cream in their future. We cut to Spaulding and Baby eating ice cream cones as funk number 49 by James Gang plays on the radio. So
1: I got, hey Bart, can we stop for ice Literally. cream? Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Energy here. Uh, Rob Zombie on commentary. He said, "You know all the horrible shit you've seen the Fireflies do." Yeah. He said, "This is where you start to relate to them again because who doesn't love ice cream?" I was like, uh, "I love ice cream. We, we all we all we love have, ice I'm cream." Relating um, to ice cream, although tutti frutti ice cream is not a great flavor. I wouldn't imagine. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I, would yeah. no. I would not
0: have picked tutti frutti. I would not have picked tutti fucking frutti. No. Uh, I
1: don't want to know what's been <laughs> done to my ice cream. But yeah. just, because,
0: just because we both like ice cream, yeah. I don't feel like that's, that's not, not enough. <laughs> doesn't override what, <laughs> what Otis <laughs> did. And Otis Still isn't eating the ice no. cream. Even yeah. I mean, if it was, so we can
1: I still <laughs> <laughs> we can still hate Otis, I guess.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I I felt like I was being punked. <laughs> I was like, this isn't real. No, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a like, lot. Is, um, yeah.
0: and it really does feel like an attempt to kind of make them funny and yeah, make them kind uh, of cute. And it it's, it's not. You've gone too far. Yeah, to, oh, to no, reel yeah. it back And with ice cream yeah Yeah. that's (laughs) of all things that's not happening that'll
1: get him not really again i think that the thing for me is that they're they've become so irredeemable that it's hard to from this point have fun again yeah Yeah. the movie's not fun anymore no yeah
0: but baby tries to get otis to try some but when he refuses she smears it on his nose he's mad spalding says one last time tootie fucking fruity (laughs) and then that's the end of the scene Wydell pulls up to the now empty Firefly house. He goes down into the basement where he hears Spalding's voice calling him piggy and snorting, which is something Spalding was
1: saying. (laughs) You (laughs) remember his shirt?
0: Yes. (laughs) And telling him to come closer. He goes into an area with a chair that's facing away from him, and the top of a bald head peeks out from the top, so Wydell points his gun at it. He tells the clown not to move, but when the owner of the bald head speaks, it's not the clown. Wydell stops in his tracks and immediately lowers his gun when he comes around and sees his brother George Wydell, played by Tom Tolles, sitting in the chair.
1: This I love this a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think Tom Tolles gives an amazing performance yes. in this cameo. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Mother Firefly was right; those ghosts are crawling all up in here. <laughs> <and laughs> <it. laughs>
0: I think this is proof of that. Yes. <laughs> But he asks what he's doing here, and George tells him simply that he lives here now. Wydell says that this isn't his home, but getting to his feet, George says that he has no choice. This is his fate, and he can't rest until this is all over. He pleads with his brother to kill them and end this, but Wydell says that he's walking the line on this one. George mocks him, saying that he wants them dead, and screams at him to kill them. A phone rings, and why Dell wakes up from this nightmare at his desk at the station.
1: So they filmed the waking up from the nightmare mm-hmm. first. All mm-hmm. right, and they didn't know what they were going to do exactly for the nightmare. And William Forsyth was like, "Well, it better be a damn good, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, to wake up like shaking. that, yeah." And so they came up with this, and I think this is one of the most successful things I in agree. the film, right? Yeah, because you have not only his motivations for doing this, but his struggle against himself yeah, yeah. because he's, he's trying, trying to, to do it right yeah. yeah and even hiring the bounty hunters is yeah. not bad yeah. yeah he hasn't
0: done anything not yet, right, yet right.
1: but his brother's voice in his head yeah where does it lead him
0: right but he answers the phone and it's Rondo. Rondo says that he thinks he found his guy. A friend of his used to buy hooch from a guy 10 years ago that went by the name Wolf J. Flywheel, and his partner called himself the captain.
1: That's a little. <laughs> <laughs> I mean- if you're trying to be secretive, My friend isn't- knew this guy yeah, named up. Groucho
0: Marx. <laughs> <laughs> he had a mustache. But- Wydell like- confirms that the name Wolf J. Flywheel is also on the list
1: because, <laughs> How the of fuck course, is it? it? Yeah. <laughs> and that's uh, your Christian name? Yeah. Right,
0: right. It's on his birth certificate. Mm. Rondo goes on to say, now Wolf J. Flywheel goes by the name Charlie Altamont. Wydell tells him that they know what to do now, and Rondo laughs, saying they wouldn't be talking if he didn't. He hangs up the phone, and when Billy Ray asks him if the shit is on, Rondo confirms that it is, and the two laugh. In the next scene, Wydell visits Mother Firefly in her cell, telling the officer guarding her to take the night off. With the blood from their first encounter still dried on her face, Mother Firefly taunts him, asking if he can't sleep with hell running loose on the streets, or did he just miss Mama? Wydell says that he actually was feeling kind of lonely, and she laughs, saying that she knew he couldn't stay away. Women like her are a rare breed, and she's got power over men. Wydell tells her that he agrees. Sitting on the floor, she hikes up her dress and says that he turned her on this afternoon and asks if he likes it rough because he can have it any way he wants it. Wydell says that he doesn't want it rough as he pulls her to her feet. With her pinned against the wall and thinking that flush showing is about to <laughs> ensue, we are zoomed in on her face as he repeats that he likes it hot and slow. Suddenly, her face contorts in pain and we hear squelching. There's a mix of... Uh, killing and thrilling reactions mm-hmm. happening here that are yeah. a little confusing
1: honestly like there are glimpses of a great performance in yeah. what's happening yeah now. right right it's just very confusing yeah and then when you realize what's going on yeah yeah
0: when we zoom out we see that Dell has stabbed her through the stomach she slumps against the wall and falls as Dell strolls out with her blood on his shirt no attempt to conceal it no I- good for I-
1: him <laughs> <What>? <laughs> i think that's what surprises me about this is that you know you're still he's the sheriff right? yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <Yes. laughs> when people find this you're gonna have to explain
0: well and he right. just told the officer to take the night off yeah. yeah so if he was supposed to be there now he's implicated you yeah. think he's not gonna be like well why why told you yeah. to leave
1: it's just it's not a good look yeah
0: i don't think he cares anymore yeah probably not right <laughs> But we cut to Charlie's Frontier Fun Town, where the neon lights blare and rock on by David Essex plays. I This is a great song.
1: Yeah. And honestly, the like low rumble of the music yeah. uh, with them rounding the corner in slow motion. It's some good filmmaking. It's good. Yeah. It looks good.
0: The banjo and Sullivan van drives in and the wooden gate closes behind them. Spalding, Baby, and Otis get out of the van and survey the area as Charlie comes out, flanked by Candy and Casey, played by Deborah Van Valkenburg. He calls out to Spaulding, saying that he swore if he ever saw his dumb cunt, no good piece of shit motherfucking brother again, he'd be a dead dumb cunt, no good piece of shit motherfucking brother.
1: (laughs) All right, Tarantino. Yeah, I I
0: include the exact dialogue because this is absolutely a Tarantino line. 100%. It's the repetition. Yeah. The smile drops from Spaulding's face, and Charlie points his gun at them, telling them to put their hands up as Candy repeats him. They raise their hands, Otis yelling at Spalding for bringing them all the way out here just so Charlie can point a gun at them. And Spalding tells them to just do what they're told as he raises his own hands. When Charlie comes down to them, Spalding calls him a crazy pig, fucking dumbass pussy piece of shit. Mm. Again, the stellar dialogue. Yeah. I just had to call it out. Charlie tells him that he's a dead man and Spalding steps toward the gun pointed at him. Charlie pulls the trigger and sprays Spalding in the face with water and it was a water gun, y'all. He's got
2: that Patty's shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) Get
0: Get blasted blasted in the mouth. (laughs) Egg. (laughs) (laughs) What the? (laughs) But everyone laughs (laughs) except for Otis. (laughs) Spalding and Charlie laugh and hug each other. Charlie apologizes to Baby and Otis, saying that it's a trick they used to play on people, and clearly it still works. Spaulding introduces Charlie to his daughter, Baby, and Charlie's like, my niece is all grown up, and they hug. Spalding asks if he remembers Happy Boy, referring to Otis, and Charlie asks if he's still an asshole. In response, Otis flips him off, and they're all like, ah! <laughs> 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 "Like they're having a great time." <laughs>
1: see, and this is where it kind of confused me a little bit because I was thinking, I'm like, well, if he's referring to him as Happy Boy, yeah, yeah. and that would mean that probably he, he met Charlie when he was young, yeah. yeah, yeah. So is he Otis's or yeah. is he fucking Spalding. Spalding's yeah, son? Yeah.
2: yeah. I, see, that's why I thought they were brother and sister because I was like, well, clearly. He knows them if they're
1: good buddies, like yeah. old
2: friends. He and like you said, happy boy. That sounds like something you'd call
1: a younger a kid. kid. Uh, exactly. A grumpy yeah. kid, yeah. So I'm I'm starting to think that we shouldn't trust the internet guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Charlie introduces Candy and Casey and Otis stares at Candy. When she asks if he sees something he likes, Otis gives the greatest <laughs> pickup line <laughs> in the history of anything maybe i set my standards pretty low so i'm never disappointed <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh you fucking yeah. smooth
1: devil it's the way he delivers it too <laughs> <laughs> so good
0: candy promises that she doesn't disappoint and everybody's like "Ooh," <laughs> <laughs> which again is so like the weird cast, studio, yeah. 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 studio audience yeah. reaction it's so
1: strange
0: Charlie says that they should all get inside. No use standing around like, and he and Spaulding yell together, "Stonefoot roosters at a fuck farm. I
1: don't. Yeah, <laughs> all right. That is holy Miss Mona. <laughs> Got me a laugh <laughs> one. Like, I don't understand <laughs> what any of this means. Lots no. of inside jokes. <laughs> yeah. But
0: they all laugh and go inside. Once inside, they all drink, smoke, do coke, dance and party as Rocky Mountain Way by Joe Walsh plays. And even Otis is having a great time. He is. Yeah.
1: And it was at this point that I was like, what the fuck was the music budget? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. how are you affording yeah. all this shit? Oh, no, yeah.
0: Meanwhile, spliced in, we get clips of Wydell doing his best Travis Bickle as he pretends to confront the devil's rejects in the mirror. That was exactly. He's like, you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: it was, uh, again, all these homages to all these great 70s films. Yeah. It was yeah. just another one on the list.
0: We see the gang dancing in slow motion with their guns at Charlie's before Dell repeats into the mirror, Lord, I am your arm of justice. And he says it a lot and it yeah. makes me laugh. <laughs> like, I don't know why repetition like that makes me <laughs> laugh.
1: It made, <laughs> it made me think of the Jiminy Jillikers line. <laughs> it's like, no, but from different angles. Again and again. Yeah. And, and again, again and again, <laughs> again and again. <laughs> William Forsyth is like (laughs) 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 but it works I love the cutting back and forth yeah yeah not knowing that vengeance is coming right well
0: because he says lord I am your arm of justice your righteous sword of vengeance let my blows be true right so he's I mean he's ready to fuck it up
1: yeah and honestly again they deserve it yeah that's the thing is is (laughs) I'm
0: like I'm rooting for white yeah. And it's funny because, like, clearly he's supposed to be like, oh no, like he's coming. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm like, yes, go get them. Yeah. <laughs> but in the morning, Charlie and Cleavon go to a stand that has chickens for sale. Mm-hmm. Charlie tells Cleavon <laughs> that they're getting chickens because his brother makes the best fried chicken. They warmly approach Daryl, played by Michael Redbone Alcott who sits picking his nose in front of the chickens. Daryl shows off his chickens that he has for sale and Charlie excitedly orders two Rhode Island red chickens. I love that he's describing them and he's like, Rhode Island red. Yeah, he's he like,
1: was. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing is you tell me straight up. If this doesn't sound like look at the big brains on Brad.
0: Brad. Yeah.
1: It's the same cadence it is. of Samuel L. Yeah. Jackson. It and Pulp Fiction. In Pulp
0: Fiction, yeah. But I will
1: say, I do appreciate them doing a little callback to Spalding and his chicken. yeah Yeah. he makes
0: the best fried chicken he
1: does from what i hear and even jerry was glad to get some whenever they left the (laughs) thing so i mean it's canonical
0: but after a moment of contemplation after charlie places his order daryl asks now y'all aren't planning on fucking these chickens are you what the fuck is
1: this what business
0: is it (laughs) yeah
2: <laughs> but no really please don't fuck, yeah, the don't please, don't do fuck chickens.
1: please eat the chickens yeah but
0: immediately charlie is pissed and asks if daryl fucks chickens daryl admits that he's thought about it and he details what he would do or maybe has done
1: okay so here's my issue the chicken lover is we'll refer to him now okay. yeah <laughs> There is not one reputable person in this film. No. They're going to a farm to buy chickens for dinner. For dinner yeah. and something
3: nasty. And to we have, have to have, to have
1: something yeah. gross. Yeah. We can't just let them buy the chickens. No. It's got to be disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I just don't get it.
0: Charlie is... Understandably, still pissed at the accusation, and Daryl says that he doesn't think Charlie would do it, but Cleavon kind of looks like he might. He what doesn't does approve of it himself though, and now, now you're done. Pissed off, Cleavon. Yeah, yeah. Understandably, again, he was
1: just t- tagging along. Just, yeah, just standing <laughs> just there.
0: there. <laughs> Daryl apologizes, and Charlie tells him to go grab the chickens. Charlie hands Daryl the cash, which was very kind of him. Yeah. They should have taken the chickens. Yeah. And they leave. Charlie promising that next time they'll go somewhere else and Cleavon yelling that they are never buying chicken from him again. Daryl just looks surprised that it all went left. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I ask everyone that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's my sales pitch. That's store policy. <laughs> yeah.
0: As they drive away, Wydell pulls his police car in front of them. He calls out, Wolf J Flywheel... And Charlie feigns ignorance, but Wydell isn't buying it. He only tells him to get over there now. With Daryl watching in the background, Charlie and Cleavon approach Wydell. Wydell tells him that they have to talk about Captain Spaulding, but Charlie asks, Captain who? (laughs) Wydell insists that he knows exactly who he's talking about, but Charlie says there's no sense in getting crazy in the middle of the street. Wydell pulls his door closed on Charlie's hand and tells him how it's going to go down. Charlie needs to make sure that Spaulding baby and Otis are at his place at midnight. He finally releases Charlie's hand and Charlie asks what happens if he says no, why pulls a gun on him and says he'll shoot him and Cleavon dead in the street and forget this ever happened.
2: Yeah. But why fuck me though? (laughs) like he was just standing there he's just there doing his job he
1: he, he was there twice yes his boss asked him to come along yeah I laughed so hard because
0: John Paul was watching this last night and he was like this man is just standing here he was like he didn't even do anything (laughs) twice in a row
1: what Weidel says too he goes and then I'll shoot that ugly motherfucker and he's like
0: uh, what the I just came to pick up dinner I I got accused (laughs) of fucking Yeah, I got called ugly (laughs) Like I just came to get dinner I'm never leaving the (laughs) front Here again <laughs> yeah fuck this <laughs> it's just so mean yeah. <laughs> but why Dell reminds him tonight midnight and he drives away
1: so this is where we have like i guess some kind of inner turmoil that's supposed to be happening with charlie right. yeah but in all honesty you have until midnight you tell your friends what's going on yeah, yeah problem yeah. solved i don't understand how this is any tension at all
0: well because he's gonna kill him and Cleveland.
1: not if i tell Spalding and his kids yeah his kids. <laughs> that was a little generous.
0: <laughs> Spalding in his little. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that little child Otis. Uh,
0: but I feel like,
1: again, you, you have this moment where it's like he didn't like oh, you're him. saying like
0: they can be ready, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. the
1: second Wydell and his folks come running, we in, ambush, we got yeah. it. Yeah, you're telling me that Charlie Charlie runs this thing in the middle of like one of the worst apparently places a- a- a in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a horrible place. And you don't think he's armed to the teeth, right? Yeah, he's armed to the teeth. Yeah. yeah.
0: Come on, Charlie. Or <laughs> maybe
2: he's just got a bunch of those water guns.
1: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, dude, we are not prepared. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I actually don't believe in guns. <laughs> But we cut to a cookout where Billy Ray and Rondo barbecue and drink beer. There's also a random old man sitting next to them listening to all of this. Yeah. And uh, nobody seems to care.
1: If I'm not mistaken, I think they said on commentary that's supposed to be Rondo's father.
0: Uh, <laughs> all right. And this. So is... he does not care what his, no. what yeah. his son's up to. <laughs> yeah.
1: it might be his bounty hunting business. Yeah. I don't okay, know. Okay. He gave it over to his son uh rondo hunting i don't know yeah. um, <laughs> what i do know is that this trailer park situation mm-hmm. again abandoned they found oh, it oh wow
0: that's crazy yeah they're
1: just saving so much money yeah i would be
0: like did something happen here <laughs> <Yeah>. rob <laughs> all zombie's these
1: abandoned- like cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't give a fuck
0: but why Dell is with them and rondo tells him to relax because this will all work out to his satisfaction and offers him a beer Wydell cautions that he shouldn't be worried about the beer he should be keeping his mind on the business at hand and when billy ray gets overconfident why tries to put him in his place and a fight ensues with fuck yous being traded because of course. of course as it starts to get heated rondo jumps up and stands in between them referring to himself and billy ray as the unholy two he reminds why that he hired them because they're the best that money can buy
1: I would like to point out on the Sinister Urge, Mm -hmm. the Rob Zombie album, House of a Thousand Corpses, the song is very long because there's like a bit of like, uh, you know, hidden track stuff. Right, right. But the hidden track at the end of House of a Thousand Corpses is, is called Unholy Three. Ah. And I feel like that's got to be something, right? He yeah. Was, he's
0: like, that's cool. We'll, we'll yeah. use it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we got to
0: change it.
1: <laughs> well, we just got two. Two's fine. I'm honestly right.
0: surprised there wasn't like a spinoff film of oh. the Unholy Two. Honestly, uh.
1: I would watch it. I would yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love these guys. Not the characters, but the actors yeah. playing them. Yeah
0: but rondo reassures him that he has nothing to worry about they will get the job done they'll talk shit along the way but the job will get done which is how i operate
1: i mean how like, i'm a complaint. Yeah, i'm gonna talk shit yeah. but I-
0: i'll get it done you'll be happy yeah, yeah. why doll tells them that he doesn't care what condition they're in but he needs them to be brought to him alive just then <laughs> this made me laugh out loud because <laughs> it's so ridiculous Billy Ray's, I guess, wife comes out to tell him that his mom is on the phone and he goes, Yeah, she owes me 14 bucks and <laughs> rushes inside. <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> 14. <laughs> so, so specific. All right. Did he buy her a CD? No, it's the <laughs> 70s. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Yeah, no. I don't know what he bought. Her. Uh,
0: that made me laugh. That's really good. But as Rondo walks away with Wydell, he tries to explain to him that he's using a bazooka to exterminate three cockroaches. You don't blow up your house to get roaches. You send in someone who can crawl like a roach and think like a roach to get them. But Wydell just tells them to be careful or he's going to get stepped on like a roach. And I was like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I felt like it was unnecessary, but
1: <laughs> I actually don't mind. I don't mind it. And I'll tell you why. Wydell? No, this but, situation. Yeah they're the, the the dialogue
0: yeah no i'm just saying i don't know why he was being so mean when rondo was just like you know we oh, can, we can do this I, another I th- way i
1: think what he's saying is like if you go in there with your bravado of being the exterminator mm-hmm. these motherfuckers aren't the same shit you always yeah. deal right, with. right yeah. right fair so enough so you're a roach now <laughs> yeah
0: like rondo didn't deserve that no he's like right. i'm trying to help you protective over danny Tr- don't talk to don't him don't like that yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> But that night at Charlie's, he drinks with Spalding and tries to explain to him that his life isn't as glamorous as it seems. They laugh with each other and Spalding starts to do some cocaine. Charlie excuses himself to the restroom, warning Spalding not to do all of it. Spalding asks, would I do that to you? Charlie smiles and says that he wouldn't because he's his brother and he loves him. He starts to walk away, but stops and snatches his cocaine up, saying that he does love that better.
1: So <laughs> that's ridiculous, first of all. Yeah what i wanted from this moment was more turmoil right yes more guilt yes with charlie but he's like don't do all my cocaine <laughs>
0: yeah well because when he walked away and he's like no because you're my brother and i love you i yeah. thought there would be like a pause of Some like kind of listen i and then <sighs> never mind you know something yeah. but he's like no I'm, I'm gonna take my cocaine like yeah. oh, I mean, after, w- after, <laughs> after what you've done you can at least let the man have the yeah. cocaine Honestly, well, just, no honor amongst these. I I guess
1: well, is he? What is he trying to say? Well, if Whitell told me to give up my cocaine, I would right, exactly. yeah. have. There would
0: have been more.
1: But he asked for you.
0: <laughs> but with the cocaine gone, Spalding lights up a joint, and To Be Treated Right by Terry Reid begins to play. This whole sequence to me is top shelf, Chef's Kiss. I love this whole part.
1: It's fantastic. And again, Rob Zombie said that this was all filmed with dialogue.
0: You don't hear nope. anything but yeah. the music. And no. it's, it's perfect to me.
1: The way that it's edited and cut. All yeah. you need. He said all and you the need. The
0: song is perfect. Like yeah. it's, it, every aspect of it.
1: He said you just need the reactions of what's happening.
0: Yes. It says oh, it all. all
1: right. And it works.
0: But we see the devil's rejects Spalding relaxing on the couch and smoking a joint baby laughing and having a beer with Casey as she sits in the bathtub. Otis in bed making out with candy. We again hear nothing but the music. When Baby finishes her beer, Casey leaves to go get her another one. As she leaves from the fridge, Rondo appears, puts his hand over her mouth, and slits her throat. Now, I don't know if Charlie knew that this was going to be part of the deal. I don't know, yeah. dude.
1: I think that he thought that they were just going to grab them. Yeah. Because these are basically your employees, right? Yes. Yeah. And hes they're murdering them. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's not That wasn't part of the deal, Blackheart. No. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that wasn't part... <laughs> But in the room with Otis and Candy, Billy Ray scratches the record with the needle, prompting them to turn around. Otis immediately realizes what's going on and looks defeated. I really liked that moment of just silent, fuck, like yeah. I shouldn't have let my guard down. Like you can yeah. see it all on his face.
1: He's like, I should have been grumpy. <laughs> yeah, I should have stayed happy, boy. <laughs>
0: I, fucking, I fucking knew it. <laughs> Billy Ray laughs. Rondo comes up behind Baby in the tub and pulls a gun, startling her. She rises out of the tub with her hands up again
1: yeah ass yeah we yeah again teenage tea <laughs> <laughs> but i will say thank uh, you, bobby z i understand yeah thank you bobby zombie i will <laughs> say that now i understand why it's it's a little gratuitous
0: <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot of ass from one person yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know candy pulls a gun on billy ray but he quickly shoots her in the head otis rushes billy ray but he hits him with that diamond cutter (laughs) no he he throws him (laughs) up
1: he's like bang Uh (laughs) that would have been great yeah it It would have like oh he's just ddp well it's funny because there's a lot of times that professional wrestlers would show up in movies randomly like before the rock was the rock he was giving people the rock bottom in movies, (laughs) and you're like that's but you're not playing but what okay (laughs) so do
0: you just accept it do you watch wrestling or (laughs) (laughs) just accept it Despite all of the gunshots and death, Spalding is still vibing on the couch, enjoying his joint. The music fades out and Wydell enters the room. He pours himself a shot and takes it, slamming the glass down and bringing Spaulding back down to earth. Laughing and assuming that it's Charlie, he stands to go over to him but freezes when he sees that it's Wydell. Wydell tells him that he's been looking for him, but Spaulding just chuckles and continues to smoke
1: disrespect
0: yeah oh yeah. yeah on top of everything else like,
1: like you know what did you see what we wrote
0: for you in the right. hotel <laughs> did you <see> or no? <laughs> he finally tells him pointing to his chest that he better start the killing right here and make sure that he's all the way dead or he's coming back for him in response Widell shoots him
1: and i think this speaks to sid haig's ability. Because I'm like, this dude's standing up. He's, you know, yeah. for his daughter. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, well.
3: <laughs> this is a stand-up man. This is what
1: a father should be. <laughs> then I remember the clown business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> starting to look a little different. Yeah. <laughs>
0: outside charlie smokes i thought charlie would make himself scarce but he's outside Uh smoking as rondo holds baby back and billy ray (laughs) baby back (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) sorry i'm I'm already hungry enough (laughs) dude and billy ray beats the shit out of otis why Dell brings spalding outside and billy ray gets off of otis to force him into the truck charlie calls out to spalding that it's business it's not personal but baby tells him that he's an asshole Dell stands next to him and says, baby's right. He is an asshole. He's like, I thought we were cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, Didn't you ask me? Yeah. <laughs> so you mean I got no friends? Otherwise? Oh, cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought I was trading. I just, yeah. God, I mean, I, this is a bad mistake. This is a mistake. I made a I mistake.
0: Up. <laughs> he sends Charlie back inside and kicks Otis in the stomach, telling him to get up. In his truck, Wydell laughs maniacally as he drives at top speed, driving through the police tape outside of the Firefly farm.
1: I've never seen a happier person. He's
0: thrilled. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. uh and, and he should be. I'm not gonna lie. Let him have his moment. Yeah. yeah. I,
2: I'm, I'm a little annoyed that they let's relocate somewhere else everybody give you a chance to escape or can, and i was like oh, you're already outside in the desert you sure. sit, walk, it's, it's walk 10 a, paces it's turn a around,
0: circle the, moment in the dream know, he was told I this is it. where his brother is trapped I get it. you know oh, his yeah. spirit what and have you I,
1: I did like the shot of them driving over the caution tape and everything yeah because yeah. oh, yeah. you know and honestly that the driving over the caution tape is a little bit of symbolism as far as why leaving his
0: yeah like walking yeah. the line and exactly yeah. But inside, he has the three of them tied to chairs and stands in front of them. He thanks them for reminding him of his heritage because the Wydells have always been about vigilante justice. They've always been devil slayers. When Otis starts to pass out, Wydell kicks him and tells him to wake up. He says that he tried to walk the line, but now he sees that there is no line. He says that they're playing at a level that most people will never see. George never saw it. Spalding offers some consolation, saying that maybe he had a divine moment when his brains hit the floor. Wydell says, maybe Spalding will, too. Bam. I was like, Spalding, stop. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Quit it. He takes out photographs of all the missing people within 100 miles. He shows a picture of a cheerleader saying that she was beautiful and anyone would fuck her. I'm like, Wydell, please. Then he shows how she was found in their home, dead and bloody, saying she's not so fuckable now. But Otis is like, well. I swear yeah, to God. Yeah, I was like, be quiet. <laughs> like,
1: and again, these are our heroes. Exactly, yeah. It's awful.
0: He admits to killing her and why Dell staples her picture to Otis's chest. A lot of staples. Yes. I was yeah. like, one probably did the job. Want <laughs> <laughs> to make it stick? Right. He takes out another picture, and when Baby takes credit for that kill, Spalding tries to say that it was him. He doesn't take the bait and repeatedly staples her photo onto Baby's chest.
1: Again, I'm like, Spalding's a stand-up guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Father <laughs> of No, he's the not. Gear. No, he's not. <laughs> he's terrible. He's a terrible human being. But Spalding winces. Wydell takes a drink from a bottle of alcohol and then shatters it against Otis's head. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay so this is fucking hilarious yeah because <laughs> it spalding was the one talking shit and talking yes. mm-hmm. back baby also was otis had already gotten his punishment <laughs> right he
0: was not saying anything
1: <laughs> there's an episode of king of the hill where they all get <laughs> taken in by I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs>
0: I was thinking the exact same it, thing
1: it's it's mad dog mm-hmm. And Dale's coming to rescue him. We just fucking talked about this with uh, The Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Because they did the roses or whatever. (laughs) Yes.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. um,
1: Bill says something. Mad Dog slaps him in the face. And then Hank says something. And then Mad Dog slaps Bill in the (laughs) face.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, why is
1: is Otis Bill? Why is Uh, Otis... getting the brunt I of had this the
0: exact same thought, i was like that that had nothing to no. do with yeah. it
1: he got stapled and he was silent and then he's like ah. yeah he's there he didn't want to throw that I, <laughs>
0: yes. it killed me i laughed like and he's like ah, And yeah. then the scene just cuts <laughs> oh my god anyway later Dell is very drunk he finally shows them a picture of his brother he says that he was a good and trusting man and that's probably what got him killed he tells them all to take a look at the picture because he's the reason that they're dying tonight. Spaulding says that he remembers George. He was a stupid fuck, just like Wydell. He laughs weakly and says that all he had to do was point George in the right direction and he was off, which yeah. is what happened. Wydell quietly gets up and shocks him with a cattle prod before beating him with it. Otis starts to get on him, so he shocks Otis. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like you didn't have ice cream, so yeah. I don't see you as <laughs> I,
2: I don't see <laughs> I don't see you as- <laughs> I don't see how I mean, smart that is to get wasted and spend all this time. I don't know. You He's know, going like, through a lot. I, yeah, yeah, but come on, but man. But still, you need yeah. to have your wits about you. I understand maybe like, uh, let's have a, a drink. You know what I mean? And, yeah. But to sit there and finish the whole bottle and want to keep talking.
1: Yeah. And- Dude, and the gulp that he takes of the liquor at the beginning, yeah. looks painful. Yeah. yeah. Like, Forsyth is killing it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Wydell says that he slayed a devil just the other day and takes out photographs to show baby. But I'm like, the other day, like nobody has made any waves. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) She was found dead down there.
1: I thought stabbed. Yeah. I thought he killed her and then went straight to. Me too. I guess not. Whatever. He slept on it.
0: (laughs) But it's Mother Firefly. Baby sobs, saying that the photos can't be real, but Widell assures her that they are real. He details stabbing Mother Firefly as Baby struggles and sobs. She promises Widell that she'll kill him, but Widell only tells her to take a look at the photos because she was her mother's little angel and he's got something special planned for her. Baby tells him that she can't wait.
1: It felt like a very 2000s thing to say that the photo wasn't real. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that in the 70s they're like, that's Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> <Or whatever>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't even think of that. I, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I,
2: I I was like, you wouldn't know that. I, I was like, get out of here.
0: <laughs> Another uh, petty thing that I just wanted to touch on, because we're in very tight on Baby's face this right. whole time. Yeah. She's a beautiful woman. Uh-huh. Okay. I just want to point out the... <laughs> The dichotomy of how she looks and how the rest of them look. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, Captain spalding's teeth. Yeah. If we can just talk about that for a second, mm. and then babies are perfect and white. Her hair yeah. is beautiful. She's fucking clear skinned. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's just funny to me. Like, she yeah. can't, like, her teeth Everybody can't be fucked else is up dirty <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> yeah. it's funny.
1: Well, because, I mean, when you think about it, they're all living the same life. Exactly. Yeah. They're all eating the She's same like, chicken.
3: Yep. I got to
0: go floss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> eating the same chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but they did his teeth oh yeah Woo! i'm like how are those still in like i, I don't uh, know how they're still in his head
1: rob zombie had said that in the seven months since the events of the first film spaulding has not flossed once <laughs> he, lost, <laughs> he lost his dude <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but later why Dell says a prayer before nailing a nail through otis's hands of course otis yeah stigmata style which seemed like a lot I mean, Ugh. he's he's having fun with it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Otis screams and Wydell mocks him. Later, still, when the three are asleep, he wakes baby up. She's untied and he tells her to run. She looks over at her brother and her father before listening to him and running from the room. With her gone, Wydell pours gasoline around the house and th- <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a choice. Throws a lighter. Yeah, <laughs> the lighter the gets lighter. <laughs> I think the lighter is credited. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot
0: it made me laugh because it's like (laughs) and then yeah it's it's a lot (laughs) but the point is he throws a lighter and the trail lights on fire and it leads to otis and spalding as the flames erupt baby runs from the house pulling the stapled photo off of her chest why Dell rings the bell outside the house and chases baby with an ax taunting her and telling her that he smells rabbit you were not there for that no he was not (laughs) I (laughs) was like how do you know about that
1: (laughs) it's unfortunate because you know whenever he brings the photos he stapled Otis's Mm -hmm. and then he's like what about Mary Knowles Mary Knowles oh why'd they cut it out well that part's there Where he says that and then Baby takes credit and Smalling's like, no, 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 no. But that's the one that she chased down in the rabbit suit. Yeah. What they cut out was Baby tells the story. Yeah. He goes, oh, I did her. I chased her down like a rabbit in the field and all this stuff. Yeah. So him saying that is him just repeating. Why did you cut that out? I have no idea because now it just looks like it's fan service. Yeah. Because you remember. Yeah. But in reality, Baby just told him this story.
2: That's yeah.
0: lame. Yeah. All I, right. he, I feel like he's made a lot of good decisions on what he chose to not keep. Yeah. But that should have been kept in. Yeah. I think so
2: too. It would have made more sense. because yeah. it's, it's.
0: It feels like a plot hole because there's no way you knew about that. Yeah. Everybody that was there... Unless Isn't talking yeah. to you, or they're dead. George,
1: George's ghost is like, look, whenever she <laughs> killed him, <her, laughs> she did this like weird rabbit thing. She said, "Shoo, shoo," said the maid, and we don't yeah, know what the I'm, fuck. I'm still trying to figure all, out that the- all of us ghosts were like, what the fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> But as she runs, Wydell begins to howl at her and she searches for a weapon in the barn. Charlie steps out of the shadows and grabs her. She blames him, saying that he ruined everything, but he says there's no time for that now. She says that Spaulding and Otis are still in the house and he says that he'll take care of them, but he needs to get her somewhere safe. Inside the house, Otis wakes up and yells at Spaulding to get up. He rocks in his chair and tries to pull his hands free from the nails as Spaulding finally does wake up.
1: Did you notice he called him Cutter? Yeah. Yeah. I want to know Cutter's origin. That's why I'm saying yeah. it comes up more
0: than once. Because Otis is like, saying it. Yes. Yeah.
1: Does that mean they're friends now? Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> Only my friends call me Cutter. <laughs> and I just lost one. So now yeah. you may you <laughs> may take Charlie's Yeah. <laughs> But outside, Charlie leads Baby to his car and, against her protests, puts her inside and tells her to wait. As soon as he turns around, Baby screams his name. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but this reminds me of something else. As Wydell appears out of nowhere and axes him a question. (laughs) Of course. He he hits him with an axe. Yes, he Um, does.
1: Hits him with it. Yeah. He, he chops him up. <laughs> there you go. This
0: was funny to me because I think of that um, <laughs> that episode, the Treehouse of Horror of with the Simpsons, when Willie's like, "I'm coming to rescue the Latia," and then he just gets killed. Yes. The yeah. That's <laughs> when Charlie's like. I'll oh, get him, and then just gets killed you by.
1: the funny thing is, it just reminded me of you know the Shining, what they were parroting, and that Simpsons. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You went the long way around. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) It was Willie. It was
0: Willie because yeah, it was Willie. All right, sure.
1: Sure.
2: I just didn't understand why he was so quick to put an axe in the uncle, but you leave them both tied up alive inside. You just let her run away. What are you? What you're? Why are you so quick to kill people who don't matter? (laughs)
0: You probably uh, don't matter. Yeah. Well, I don't I, mean like,
2: but, but like, you're, you're, yeah, you're I, savoring. I feel
0: people. like he probably, I mean, maybe that's part of it is he's wanting them to suffer and maybe Charlie's just in the way or he thinks he can overpower baby and maybe he can't Charlie. So he well, needs to get him out of the. Well, Charlie's of the a big yeah. dude. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. But I mean, okay. But you still
2: before that you lit the fire and then left. Uh huh. I yeah, mean, he well, <laughs> oh yeah he did we, we all know not to do that
1: i right. mean that's just a horror movie villain yeah. 101. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but charlie falls to the ground and why continues to hit him with the axe until he comes for baby now when charlie put baby in the convertible the top was down but now yeah. it's up
1: oh i didn't notice that
0: why breaks the window with his axe and baby gets out and runs he yells at her to run away and as she does he shoots her in the calf he goes over to her, picking up a piece of leather on the way. He whips her, asking her how it feels to be helpless. And finally, he gets on top of her and strangles her. Everything is in slow motion as Tiny comes out of nowhere. It's like, oh, yeah, Tiny. Yeah. And pulls Dell off of her. The speed returns to normal as Tiny breaks Dell's neck and just tosses him to the side.
1: Like he's nothing. Yeah. And I will say the way that it's shot, it makes him look even larger. Yes. Yeah. Like, he, this dude's 90 feet tall. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> At least. Tiny helps baby get to her feet, but she tells him that Otis and Spalding are still in the house and to go get them. I did read an interview where it said that Sherry Moon Zombie was so affected by m- doing this scene uh-huh. that it took them three hours to film it that she couldn't come to work for two days. Jeez. Like she, it like really fucked her yeah. up and disturbed her. Which I get. Yeah. yeah. But I'm well, like, if your own wife is like, I don't know. Yeah. He's like, no, do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, Jesus. Pulling a
1: Kubrick over right? here. Right?
0: I think he had something to do with that one episode of The Simpsons that Treehouse of hey, War. no, <laughs> he did not. <laughs> Holy Lord. <laughs> But inside, the fire is raging, and they're still tied to their chairs. They cough and struggle, but Tiny comes in. He pulls the nails out of Otis's hands, causing blood to pour out and Otis to scream. He unties Otis and the two free Spalding. They go outside, where they cough and gasp for air. Spalding and Baby hug each other, relieved that they're both still alive. The farmhouse continues to burn as we get one more shot of Wydell dead in the grass.
1: The shot of the farmhouse... In the blue night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chef's kiss.
0: Otis gets behind the wheel of Charlie's convertible and Tiny helps Spalding and Baby into the back seat. Otis asks Tiny if he's sure about this and Tiny nods. Otis accepts his decision and tells him that they will come back for him. He drives away, Baby weakly waving at Tiny as he walks back up to the burning farmhouse. He disappears inside and the fire rages as Otis drives away.
1: There is almost an explosion of fire. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, Tiny has gone. Yeah. 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 And it's I mean, but in all fairness, Rob Zombie said in commentary, he said Tiny knows this is it. Yeah. They're not coming back for them. No. This isn't Thunder Gun.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back for you <laughs> as they drive off. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, they know what's going on.
0: We cut to an empty highway in the morning light as Free Bird by Leonard Skynyrd begins to play. Charlie's blue convertible drives down the road with Otis still behind the wheel. Spalding and baby are passed out in the back seat. Spliced in with them, bloody and weak, is footage of them in happier times, laughing together outside. I read that this was from a rap party, that this wasn't oh, wow. for the movie uh-huh. specifically. But and I'm like, that makes sense because why are like Otis and Spaulding like hugging and stuff? <laughs> it's like they never. Yeah, but this was yeah. just, I don't know if it was a party, but it was just footage of them just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like it works. It does. It would work more if, the, if they were redeemable at all uh-huh. like as people. I, but it is kind of like, oh man, like we used it, to be a family. It didn't. We are- Oh, no, <laughs> none, none of that. It didn't work for me
2: because that's not the characters we know from it's the not, movie. It's not. So no, it's you not. want it's, me to
0: believe it's this? clearly Sherry Moon sitting hey, yeah. and Bill Mosley yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> just hanging out. <on. laughs>
0: but in present day, Otis abruptly stops the car. He stares through the windshield, and we finally see what he's looking at: a massive roadblock of cop cars with armed officers standing outside of it. Through more spliced videos of happier times, Otis reaches into the backseat and wakes up Spaulding and Baby. Though we can't hear anything but Freebird, they scream in pain as soon as they wake up. Like, they're fucked up. Oh, yeah. Otis passes guns into the backseat, and Baby and Spaulding ready themselves. They laugh, nodding their heads and propping themselves up. As Freebird continues, they point their guns at the cops. The officers, including Dobson, scramble as they get ready to fire. Otis drives forward, shooting with one hand as Baby and Spaulding fire from the backseat. The cops shoot back, hitting each one of them, but they keep firing as they take bullets. The solo hits and the shootout continues until it freezes on each of them. Finally, we freeze on Spaulding as he takes another bullet. Everything is silent except for the gunshots that ring out and it fades to black. Seeds of Memory by Terry Reid plays as we travel down the highway while the credits roll. So... What did you guys think of The Devil's Rejects?
2: So, uh, there's an old saying that goes, oh, no. you don't have nothing nice <sighs> to say. Now I'm just okay. <laughs> <laughs> um It's a movie, you know, it does what it's supposed to do, and I guess uh, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around wanting to root for these people. Right. Yeah. And uh, there was a lot of, mistakes made by characters in this movie that would have cut the runtime of this movie down a lot (laughs) for sure have taken the right uh are making the right decisions very fair um but i mean for what this movie does or you know for the target audience that it's i i get it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um it's not for me this is one that i can uh, uh and i'll apologize and i don't want to sound like i'm saying anything bad about the movie but like it's just not for me right like uh like i'll be honest if i never seen it again it would never bother me <laughs> like it, i wouldn't uh it wouldn't hurt me mm-hmm. i wouldn't shed a tear uh we, we get it no, yeah. all right
1: <laughs> <laughs> i might smile i'd be that. happy if we're, if we're, if we're be a fonder of time yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: but no i mean and and i think it is that and i didn't like us talking about it did make me see uh there is there is good like you said in the movie Fifty Fifty. i think that's what really hurt it for me was okay. that it was just bouncing back and forth and it's like i don't ugh, I said, like, come on give me give me one thing to cling on to here because i don't know what the fuck's happening right uh and at times it seemed like it was just what else can we do to gross people out or what else we do for people to be like oh shit man Uh like I don't come on give me a little more than that you know what I mean I want to think a little bit you know what I mean (laughs) I don't I cause I am one to always say I want to turn my mind off and and just see killing and all that but that's not this this was something else I don't know (laughs) what's going on here but uh but, yeah, I mean, it, it, like I said, for what it was meant to do, uh-huh. I get it, you
1: know? It feels like you made that wish on a monkey's paw. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here you go. Yeah, <laughs> oh. The finger goes down and you're like, hell yeah. 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 <laughs> and you're like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> I should have been more
0: specific. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, I still have like a nostalgic kind of fondness for the movie. Mm-hmm. It is such a mixed bag and watching it as an adult is so different. Yeah. And you're noticing shit that as a kid, you just flat out overlooked. Yeah. And then these characters that are completely irredeemable. Which I again have no issue with an anti hero. Yeah. These aren't, anti- but they're not. Yeah, it's not, that's what this not is. They're straight yeah. villains. Yeah. And then I, I just, I mean, the way that they set up their arcs, there is almost, you're supposed they're like root for them here at uh-huh. this point. Yeah. yeah. Why Dell's a fucking dick. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I don't, he's avenging the death of his brother and countless other women. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Like, That were
0: murdered for, for, for nothing, no reason. for no reason.
1: But I mean I like some stuff, there's some stuff that I love, there's some stuff that I don't like and there's some stuff I downright hate. <laughs> so it's just strange, strange fucking movie. But I do want to say that the ending is fantastic. Uh, yeah. It's remarkable, it's memorable. I think that from this point forward, Freebird kind of belongs to the Devil's Rejects. I, yeah, no film could really ever use it again without you thinking of this moment. At least not for me. Yeah, I think that the the timing of the music as they use it is brilliant. Her shouting silently, motherfucker. Yeah, that defiant to the end kind of thing. Yeah, mm. their body implied moment. Knowing, yeah, yeah, they know that they're gonna die. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think that it's it's perfect. They're like screaming fuck you to the end yeah it's just a shame that they're such irredeemable assholes yeah <laughs> yeah but on the positive side the good thing is that they are definitely dead and that there's no way they could survive this and there's right. no way that they would ever you know make an uh, another one it's a it's a definitive end right mm. right now
0: <clears throat> so <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking get me started. oh yeah i know <laughs> oh my
1: god we'll get to that one day oh, i
0: know we will but Oh my god! <laughs> Disappointment is not even a word. Anyway, anyway, yeah, uh, like the way that Kent refuses to acknowledge the last few seasons of Game of Thrones. Yes, this is it. It's really weird that I mean, I mean that he cut it off after two, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> just
1: two films. He didn't want to do a trilogy. No, brilliant ending, Rob.
0: Yeah, ten out of ten ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel that way. I think that the ending of this film is absolutely perfect. Like I said, I think more toward the beginning there are two moments where in the, in the ending is the free bird moment is one of them. Yeah. Uh, also the moment where Rondo and Billy Ray come in and do their thing. Fantastic. I would not change a moment of, I mean, those are great to me. Like that is great film. Mm-hmm. That's why when there's these other moments, I'm like, I know that you can do better. <laughs> <laughs> I, like that's. <laughs> yeah. It's like live up to your potential. It's unbelievable. I'm just Rob Zombie's mom at this point. <laughs> 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 Expect more from yourself. Um, <laughs> No, this was a really interesting film to revisit because I did love it so much when I was younger. And working on the script, I really did spend probably over the first half cringing Uh that I ever really, really loved this. And then the second half, kind of remembering why I did. um, I think that the issue is you have this really dramatic ending that really could bring forth a lot of emotion if you didn't create such disgusting People, characters, yeah. Um, I want to know what happened to Rondo and Billy Ray. <laughs> I want to know what happened to Cleveland because yeah. he got straight disrespected, and then we never see this. Yeah, that was Yeah. As soon as they
1: got I back, hope- he packed his <laughs> bag yeah, and then yeah, left. Right, like, fucking. I can't. Yeah. i can not
0: for me. <laughs> yeah. I hope he made it out. We had a very small list of people that were not, uh, that were decent people. I think Cleveland we, we should. I think. Yeah. yeah. What was
1: it? Three people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's four. Very good.
0: Um, the performances when they shine they shine mm-hmm. i feel like william forsyth specifically but of course also bill mosley and sid haig yes really gave it everything they gave it everything that they had i yep. can't even like i can't complain there but on the other side of that coin that makes the weaker performances like uh, ken Foree. i think he was great in this too yeah he was um but that makes cherry moon zombie yeah. really stick out like a sore thumb because you know and she's even said that she's not an actress. She she only does his movies. But it's like you're right. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know how else to. You said
2: what to, I was thinking. I don't Sorry. know how else
0: to. You know. Mm-hmm. She knows.
1: Fair. He knows.
0: We all know. Um, the music, really. I feel like. There are some aspects of this film that without the music, this film would kind of fall apart. I feel like yes. it almost is the glue holding or the duct yeah. tape <laughs> <laughs> holding this together sometimes. I'll agree
1: with that. Yeah, the music is
0: brilliant. It was excellently picked, excellently placed. Again, you know what you're doing. Yeah. That's why I'm like, are you try are you playing dumb? Are you trying to make this grittier? Are you I mean it's just there are certain points. You look at that scene at Charlie's. You look at the ending, and it does not match up to shit that we see at the hotel. No shit that we see at the beginning at the Firefly Farmhouse. How did the same person? Ma- like it's just really it doesn't fit to me. But anyway, <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're like having a struggle with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I am. It's
0: just it's because it it, and it is there is a lot of nostalgia. Uh, to the point where I was embarrassed <laughs> writing the script that I was like, I fucking love that movie because oh, yeah. I loved this so much. Um, and looking back, I'm like, I can see why a teenage me did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But.
1: Adult you. It
0: doesn't stand up to the test of time. That being said, I don't hate it. In no. those moments where it shines just leave me very confused <laughs> because I don't know how to feel about this as a whole. But I guess we can go into ratings. All right, that works. I kind of just went off about what I thought. <laughs> no. um, the bottom line is when this is good, it's really, really good, but it suffers because in those moments where it's not as good, you've created these monsters that it's impossible to root for. Yeah. And so in these moments where they are sold out by Charlie, where they are taken hostage, where they are tortured, Yes. where they go out to the bitter end being who they are, I would have really liked to be able to root for them in those moments and you can't.
1: No, honestly, just make them killers. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then I can, eas- I can easily root for them. It, it just, <laughs> <a killer. laughs> yeah. isn't that
0: weird? Yes. <laughs> we talked about that with Freddy Krueger where exactly. it's like, no, just kill them. Yeah, if you just, <laughs> just kill, kill them, yeah. Yeah. that's fine. Please. That's fine. Please. But um, I don't know, there's this weird like, I'm, I'm fighting with myself and maybe my inner child is like, no, this was, it's like,
1: <laughs> bitch, <laughs> be quiet. Like,
0: <laughs> but,
1: well, you're mean to child <laughs> you. <laughs>
0: um, bitch is a term of endearment. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I think that on a scale from one to 10, tutti fucking fruity treats. <laughs> 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 I'm, and I don't necessarily recommend that you go and watch this for the first time in 2022. I feel like maybe if you loved this when you were younger, revisit it and go on the journey that I did. Um <laughs> But the moments that work work, I just yeah. can't i'm I'm struggling here. no, it's a lot. we uh retroactively gave or I retroactively gave House of Thousand Corpses six point five yes mm-hmm. as did I I'm gonna give Ugh, this is so hard. I'm giving it to the performances and I'm giving it to the the two moments that I talked about that are really excellent to me uh-huh I'm gonna give the devil's rejects six tootie fucking fruity treats. Out of 10, 2D fruit fruity <laughs>
1: <treats>. <laughs> Very good.
0: And I will I will now open up the... This is probably one of the hardest films I've ever rated. I think
1: uh, it's going to be a little difficult for me as well.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I will now open up the floor so I can shut the fuck up.
1: So we already know how I feel. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, I won't <laughs> mix words. Um... I think what the, I and and I know you guys have said it before that there are certain movies that y'all wish y'all seen as you know when y'all were younger, so for it sure. had that you know nostalgic feeling for y'all. This I watched as a young adult, yeah. so I already was watching it in different a uh, different lens, yeah, and then watching it still as an even older adult. Now it's <laughs> like, uh, well, it's like I still don't, you know, I like it even less. Yeah. Um. But I don't. I don't think like i said talking about it i don't think that that it's that it's like i'm not sitting here like this is a bad movie like i said Mm -hmm. for what it's supposed to do that's what it does and it it, you know it does have good good performances and good people in here but it's it's just not my bag you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it doesn't
0: i I don't mean to interrupt but you saying that roger ebert gave this a thumbs up
1: yeah it got two thumbs up
0: yeah because he said that this is not a good film but it does what it set out to do yeah no yeah Yeah. so i mean
2: i feel the same way you know what i mean give me two thumbs up my ass i still don't like it
3: i mean it's
0: not (laughs) uh, what do you i mean what do you you want me to say here I was saying I, you said what you said. Well, no, yeah, I know, wasn't asking you, no. you to even put their <laughs> thumbs
1: in your hand. That took a turn. I don't know what happened. What
2: do you want me to do but, with yeah. this? Uh but no, I and and it does. That's what I'm saying. For what it's supposed to do, it does. Uh-huh. And it and it's it does have the good moments and the bad moments. And I think that's where I struggle a lot with it. Uh, some of the dialogue too is very, is like, geez, uh, did a 15 year old write this? Yeah. It's like, what yeah. the fuck? Um, and see, even there, I said one fuck. Yes. Yeah, I didn't, the fucking, fucking, yeah. fucking fuck movie. It's like, no, I, we don't need all that. As like, calm down. You know, I didn't just learn how to cuss. And it, you it know? sounds yeah, like, yeah. It's that's like, what it chill felt out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but for me, on a scale from one to 10, 10, Tooty fucking fruity treats. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna give the Devil's Rejects a three. Oh, okay, because I gave House of a Thousand Corpses a, a four. four. Fair. Uh, and 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 like I said, it's just that's for I want to at least give something and not just be like, oh, this movie because a lot of people did work on this movie and yes. they did give you know good performances. I just feel like for me, like I said, one, it's not my type of thing. Yeah. Uh, two. It's all over the place and Uh it it kind of, it loses me, you know? And like I said, the dialogue is very, it's like, oh, it's like, I'll pass. You know what I mean? But if you love it, fantastic. You know what I mean? I I love it too for
3: you.
0: Yeah.
2: But it's just, like I said, for me, it's just not, it's just not my bag, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: And I can respect that. I mean, I I know there's a lot of things about it that I have more forgiveness for because I saw it so young. Yeah. And And I'm sure I would too. Yeah. There's that nostalgic. It's like the rose colored glasses. Yeah. I think um, you said mostly everything, the positives that I agree (laughs) with, you know, performances, all that business. I think the thing for me is I really appreciate the little nods to House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's very admirable that he went such a drastically different way with this film. Right. But I also have to say, as admirable as it is on the negative side, it's kind of too different. Yeah. yeah, and these characters that fit very well in that cartoonish psychedelic environment don't really translate well. Mm. to this real world situation.
2: And maybe if it was like House of a Thousand Corpses, I probably would have liked this a lot better. I yeah, because yeah. the the cartoonish atmosphere would have been like, oh, that's fucking silly, but that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: And it, uh, the weird like cutaways and everything. I feel like I understand this is more of a film film, right? But it also feels like you know. I'm not saying Rob Zombie uh, edited himself, but if House of a Thousand Corpses was what he had in his head, there's some uh, flavor missing. Yeah. yeah as far as like these you know i want to where where in this, the past seven months what happened to the skunk ape <laughs> <laughs> we all want what? to know what happened
0: <laughs> <laughs> I he think had improper relations <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's i think all of what we were worried yeah. about this entire
0: film i waited until post credits
1: to see if like, we got a, a skunk ape k- update no it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like marvel they're teasing skunk ape the movie yeah. <laughs> But I think like the the biggest problem I have is the script itself. Yeah. yeah. Because there's a lot of really good moments. There's a lot of decent dialogue. We've already talked about the Tarantino comparisons. I just think that you know, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. It's like, it's, oh, all right, okay. yeah, we got it. You know, we've uh, fuck me, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get understand. it. Yeah, <laughs> you win. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, fine. I'll go fuck myself. I got it. <laughs> But I think that the real difficulty is I want I want I want antiheroes. I want to relate yeah. to these yeah. people a- on any level. On any yeah. level, yeah. and you yeah. made it impossible. And yeah. even on um, House of a Thousand Corpses, you're like, man, these fucking kids are annoying. Yeah. You know, and it's fine <laughs> that you've turned them into a fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's much easier to digest than what, than what Otis we saw, saw. here. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so it's just is less fun. And I I want to have fun with these characters. Yeah. Because they're big characters. That's mm-hmm. exactly.
0: That's what they are, and
1: then the performances from Sid Haig and you know Bill Mosley, fucking all these. You want to relate, yeah. yeah. And they do great work, but the work they're given in some aspects isn't great. Yeah, yeah. if that makes sense. That uh, no, it no, does. it does.
0: They did the best possible with what they had, yeah. With what they were given,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. So for me, on a scale from one to ten, tutti fucking fruity treats. <laughs> I I revised my score on House of a Thousand Corpses at 6.5. I will be giving the Devil's Rejects 6 tutti-fucking-fruity treats out of 10.
0: <laughs> I, was like, I, did you,
1: did I almost forget? said 6. Yeah. So like, I was like, that's not right. <laughs> I'm not giving this 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that's all from us at Podmortem. What would you rate The Devil's Rejects and what should we watch next? Let us know on Twitter at the ThePodmortem. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Be sure to follow each of us on Twitter at Blood and Smoke, at RealStreeter84, and at TravisMWH. Please consider pledging to our Patreon and stay tuned until after the music for a special shout out to our Wendigo Getter patrons. And remember, while living on your own terms is admirable, you need to be prepared to die by them as well. Until next time. Thank you for staying tuned for our thank you to our Wendigo Getter patrons.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you.
0: (laughs) A special fuck you. to. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Please stay. Please (laughs) stay. A special thank you to. Chris Ontiveros, Kristen Lofton, Megan Martinez, Kimberly Bass, Sophie Hodson, Anthony Jerome M, Jordan Nash, Kent Morton, Guy Fifty Four, Lala Thomas, Travis Anissa Hunter, Miguel Myers ATX, Jennifer Perez, Pierre Lombard, Allison O'Neill, Carissa. T.J. and Angie Bronson, Gabrielle Trevino, Spooky Mom, Andy Teague, Applin Tavares, Karima Rhodes, Antonio Huerta, Kimberly Kleindienst, Will Brown, Sydney Smith, Osvaldo Soto, Jonathan Booth, Bobby Holmes, Donna Eason, J.D. Rezac, Molly Gerhart, Armand Spasto, Aaron Aguirre, Eggie, William Berry, Brittany Ramitar, Charity Oxner, Amanda Six, Mandy Rainwater, Eden, Jordan Roberts, Dylan, Melissa Sierra, Holly Bryan, Jordan Blevins, Michelle Moore, Liz Heath, Spencer Montalvo, Pancake the Panda, John Ramos, Michael Newding, Alexis Roberts, Dan Laveau, Itsy M, Gary Horton, Amanda Aliff, Leisha Olivier, Kate Lamp, Carlos and Sydney, Jessica Hunter, Helena Rudder, Alan Johnston, Mariah, Livy Fun, Mandy M, Scott Troutman, Towton watson mozzie bear britney g dave burke adrian stakes craig kowalski daniel mcginnis nick spill emma hagel kissinger ashley weidman and angelica cornelius witt Woo! thank you all very very much can't thank you enough thank you Uh, where's my inhaler No, we just want to thank you specifically for letting us crawl all up in your head.
1: (laughs) And we'll see you (laughs) in fucking (laughs) hell.
0: (laughs) I'm so sorry. Uh, We're all right. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time.